For streaming, creating, gaming, and more, power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional cyber savings event. Enjoy up to $400 off stunning laptops like the XPS, along with high-performance desktops and next-level Alienware systems, redefining what's possible with 10th-gen Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on top-brand electronics and accessories, plus enjoy free shipping on everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 1-800-BUY-DELL. That's 1-800-BUY-DELL. Hello, it is December 4th and we got a good one for you. The guys came in for great conversations. Hootie's back, by the way. Mm-hmm. Hootie and the Blowfish is all the way back. Great news. Number 65 for the Detroit Lions is the best hype man in the history of the world. I hope you get a chance to catch up with that. We also got all these conversations for you today covering everything in the goddamn world. We go from 30 for 30, Bob Knight, the entire NFL, and everything happening all over the place, including our weight loss challenge. You're going to want to stick around for that. Pat Anger has a great conversation, and Dan Dockage drops in and drops some real gems on society. I think you're going to love today. And if you love anything on earth, your gambling website needs to be something you love. And I love mine. It's mybookie.ag. Listen, this place has been slaughtering me, and I still love them. I'm still going to read this ad with just as much enthusiasm as I have in the past because mybookie.ag, although they've been beating me the last couple weeks, Mm -hmm. we'll talk about it later in the show, I still love everything they're about. You can gamble on everything there, and they're the most human-like bookie out there. Yep. They answer every single mention in DM at BetMyBookie on Twitter. So if you want to tweet them and tell them that they're a bunch of horse shit, go ahead and tell them that. If you want to tell them that their their lines are too damn good and too tough to bet, tell them that because they'll answer and they hear you. You can bet on everything at mybookie.ag. Whether you're an expert or a rookie, you have to be betting at mybookie. If you're the kind of guy that likes to bet a little and win a lot, like playing the numbers on a roulette, you can play a big parlay. If you pick three teams to win or three bets to hit and you hit all three, you can turn $100 into $600. We got college basketball, we got the NFL, we got NBA. I learned later you're going to hear NHL. Yep. <laughs> That's a great conversation. You're going to want to hear that later. There's so much to gamble on. And right now if you sign up with my bookie, you will get a 50% deposit bonus to jumpstart your bankroll. It's a great way to bank even more money when you win. Don't miss out on one of the best weeks of the year to gamble on sports, and that's this week at mybookie.ag, M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. Use promo code BACK, get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That place is great. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a lock, some would say. Yeah, you could say that. Also a lock is my security, mm. my comfort. Everything in my life is locked up because I've started using the folks from Simply Safe. You want to make sure nothing comes between you and protecting your family this holiday and save hundreds of dollars while you're at it? Yes, you please. need Simply Safe home security. If a storm takes out your power, Simply Safe is ready. If an intruder cuts your phone line, Simply Safe is ready. Say they destroy your keypad or your siren, Simply Safe is ready. And we'll still get you the help you need. Here's what I love about this maybe it's overkill. Maybe it's the last thing you want to think about during the holiday season. But with Simply Safe, you are always ready for anything. They believe nothing. Should get between you and protecting your family. That's why Simply Safe doesn't cost an arm and a leg. It could. Could. It could. It could. It could. But it won't. Because that's not what Simply Safe is about. They charge you what's fair, what's right. 
And what's right to them is $14.99 a month. Wow. And if that ain't right for you, you're not living right. How about some comfort and security for $14.99? No contracts, no markups, and there's no installation window. It's so easy, you'll have it up and running in just minutes. I recommend Simply Safe to everyone I know, especially this holiday when you have everything to be thankful for and everything to protect. And today, you can save hundreds of dollars on that protection if you go to simplysafe.com slash McAfee. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash M-C-A-F-E-E. Make sure you use that URL because that's how they know that we sent you. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. If you use that URL, they'll know that we sent you over there. Simply Safe people will be like, oh, I wonder where this person came from. That spent $14.99 to get complete security and comfort this holiday season with an easy-to-use app that lets you know everything. that happened. I wonder where this person came from. And then they're like, oh, what URL? And they're like, oh, it came from listening. Oh, McAfee sent you. Oh, McAfee. You came from the McAfee show. <laughs> with all them dummies out there in the heartland. Yeah, that's where he came from. Hurry this holiday, because the offer's ending soon. SimplySafe.com slash McAfee, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E-E. Nope. S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash M-C-A-F-E. Great show for you. Let's get into it. Wild Weekend. That the zone commercial is the worst commercial of all time. <laughs> I don't know why I chose to let a, lead off with that, but every time it comes on, I hate the DAZN channel. I hate it. It sounds like whenever you get in like a fender bender and your horn just stays on. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, when it, like your neighbor's car, like the horn stays on or the alarm's on, it sounds exactly like that throughout the whole fucking house. And I'm just like, holy shit, what is going on back there? And you walk back there, and it's Michael Buffer. <laughs> it's not Bruce Buffer, by the way. Michael Buffer. And I'm like, oh, and they got they got old Cuzzy painting a painting. Like, I understand the idea behind it, but there's no way that's going to help sell the DAZN channel. No, I think you're right. I think it's pushing people away more than it's drawing them into it. I hate the DAZN channel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how to tell them this. I honestly, they probably have good stuff. They invested, what, like $100 like 100, million? Yeah, $165 million or something like that in Canelo. And that dude, let alone paying Michael Buffer for the let's get ready to, I can't even finish it here because we'd have to pay for that. I can't even, we'd have to pay for that the that commercial has to be the worst commercial in the history of commercials it's not a good like reaction you no. know what i mean it's like international house of burgers or whatever quite a negative reaction mm -hmm. but ain't nobody who went to ihop before that be like oh i'm not going ihop because of ihop i will not go to disown because of that commercial. <laughs> i will choose not to go to disown i can't take it i can't it it sounds it, they carried the book, I think, probably two seconds, three <laughs> seconds too long. Because mm -hmm. it gets to the point where you're like, that's impressive. Look at this guy. Got the lungs of Phelps on him. You know what I mean? This guy's got good lungs mm -hmm. on him. Way to go there, buff, buff. And then it's like, all right. It feels like we're getting into the Dumb and Dumber scene. Would you like to hear the most annoying sound on the uh, on Earth <laughs> or whatever when they're in the car? Mm -hmm. I'm like, who thought of that, that being a good commercial for a company? I don't know. What are they? They're just boxing and yelling and painting? I guess. It's like a, it's a streaming network, I think. It's probably going to be really good, too, if I had to guess. If they're investing that much money into it, it has to be good. they got to have like some Saudi money behind them or something. <laughs> they're investing a lot of money early. Yeah. I don't know who, who has. There's a lot of money out there to be had from what I've been learning, by the way, in my ventures across this country, shaking hands, kissing babies. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of money out there. A lot of the money, though, not great money to be in bed with. From, <laughs> 
<laughs> from what I've heard. I guess Twitter right now is in an interesting spot. Really? Yeah, they banned another person. They banned Laura Loomer. Mm. For what? Uh, same thing as Alex Jones was getting. Okay. It's like uh, if yeah. you're if you're a wildly conspiracy conspiracy to the right, you get banned. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming to the left, you would get banned as well. Right. But she was doing. She chained herself to outside of Twitter. She chained herself to Twitter after she got banned. Yeah. Like I'm not leaving until whatever. And they were like, all right. And it was like an actual standoff. Like, Twitter, it's the first time somebody was like, okay, let's see how long this lasts. <laughs> and I think Twitter won because she was, I think she was cold. I think huh. she got cold out there. I think she got cold and it landed. But she was talking about, I, 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 anytime somebody's the number one trend on a, a platform mm-hmm. that they are protesting, I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So oh, I sure. clicked on it. I do, I do a lot of sitting at home clicking on things during the weekends. It's the best. It's the absolute best. I click on this lady, and she's giving a full speech about who owns Twitter right now. <sighs> Not good. Saudis own Twitter right now. It's all oil money. <laughs> it's people that don't like America is what I was told by Laura Loomer, the number one trending person this weekend. Saudis own a bigger stake of Twitter than Jack Dorsey does, is what Laura told me. I did not fact check, but it feels like, it feels like she was telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Like, what do they own? I think it's a publicly traded company. So they own more stocks than one of the co-founders, Jack, which is the current CEO, I believe. Right. So I guess this is just strictly off what Laura told us. Mm -hmm. So this is unverified news. (laughs) It's kind of what I live off. That's Twitter, pretty much. I live off of unverified news. Exactly. It is Twitter. That got me into a situation. We'll talk about that in a second. What? I want to talk about it real soon, though. Got it. Let's just get this Laura Loomer thing out of the way. Yeah. She said Saudis own the majority of Twitter, so that's why they're trying to ruin America. That's why if you uh, love America a lot, you get banned. I feel like everyone says Twitter's in a bad spot for the last like three years. I don't think Twitter's going anywhere. I think Twitter's finally making money, by yes. the way. It's like Dana Holgerson at WVU. I think he's finally becoming a good head coach. Now's not the time to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get, there's a lot of conversations about firing Dana because his teams never really live up to the hype. Right. They always are good. They never win, though. He came in early and won a big orange bowl because of Bill Stewart's recruits and stuff like that, which he still had to make happen. I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think he's finally learning how to become like a good head coach. And it's like, if we fire them now, it'd be very stupid. I think that's what's happening in Twitter, too. They're finally learning how to make money. Uh, they're finally learning how to be like an app that is worth a shit. Yeah. And now it's, it's what happens, though. Well, hey. You become a target. You become a target whenever you get to the top. You become a target. That's true. Jay-Z. I was going to say, because like, obviously, you know, like I, I'm a small fish. Like you, you don't ever notice any changes on Twitter. Like if you're not in that position, you know, where it's like, you I know, notice. People, well, I, well, that's what I was going to say. I assume someone like you probably notices a little bit more, but I'm a Twitter OG, man. I've been around. I've been doing Twitter a long time. 140 characters, 140 characters at a time. I was grinding away and then they just gave 280 to everybody because everybody gets a trophy these days <laughs> and videos, gifts. There, a lot of stuff. I it's it's really evolved. I think Twitter is the best place on earth, though, for news and everything. Yep. You beat mm-hmm. it beats everything. It beats everything. Yep. I learn about everything on Twitter before days, sometimes ahead of everybody, like even on the national news. I'm like, how do you motherfuckers not know this? Yeah. This is a little old news, cause that's like three news stories ago on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter is you can I follow somebody in North Korea on there, and I really feel like I get the real news from there. There you go. I think it's one of Kim Jong's people. <laughs> so I'm probably getting that. So Indy Star this weekend, mm-hmm. Greg Doyle. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. This is where Twitter unverified news really gets you. Yeah. <laughs> so Greg Doyle, who is a writer for the Indie Star, very talented writer, very very talented writer. He did. Uh, he's he wrote about my first stand up experience. He like was behind the scenes the whole time. Mm-hmm. Greg Doyle, very talented writer, man. I have a lot of respect for. Was at a high school basketball game this weekend. Mm-hmm. Center Grove versus, uh, I think, Cathedral. Okay. It's a high school basketball. In Indiana, high school basketball, really big fucking deal. Really big. And when we talk to Todd later, uh, we'll probably find out why because of the 30 for 30 Bob Knight. Bob Knight, very big influence in Indiana. Hey, I think it's the home of basketball is what they call it. Yeah. They, they very much love high school basketball here. They have like 10,000, 15,000 seat the arenas basically mm-hmm. for these high school basketball players. And a lot of players come out of Indiana. A lot of big time players come out of Indiana. Oh, yeah. So it's a it's a thing. Greg Doyle's at a game in Center Grove. It's is the home team, and it's in their gym. And Cathedral is shooting free throws. And Greg Doyle is just taking in the. He's a writer who just takes in the scene and then writes about it. Which is he's talented at it. He sees this guy because he's hard to miss. His name's Fred the Distractor from Center Grove. Okay, Fred the Distractor is this larger power lifter guy, blonde headed kid from Center Grove High School. I guess he's a senior. We're talking probably. He looks like he's like six. He looks like he's about six foot tall, 300 pounds. Okay. Mm-hmm. Huge white guy. Gotcha. Very pale skinned. Mm-hmm. And he is doing those incre- these incredible things to try to distract the free throw shooter. As a former student section member, which <laughs> I was at Plum High School for our basketball team, I... I respected this move. He was right behind the hoop. This was a big dude. He was hitting splits. He was ripping his shirt off. And I'm talking, he's, how far is a foul shot? How many feet do we know? I don't. I should. I don't, though. Do we have any idea what that is? 15, 12? That's what I would guess. 15 15 feet. Okay, so he's five yards away from there. This kid is probably 10 yards away from him. He's standing directly behind the hoop. Best spot. So he is eye to eye with this shooter. Mm Mm-hmm. Eye to eye with the shooter, big old body on him, hitting splits and ripping his shirt, and he's shirtless in a split at this one point. And I'm watching this. I'm like, this is unbelievable that anybody's making a free throw. By the way, if anybody <laughs> makes one, I don't know how. This guy is is less than thirty feet away from me, doing outlandish shit. Right. I think Duke one time. There, there's a video on the internet where this guy did like a, a, a butterfly or mm-hmm, something, yeah. came out of the circle there behind. The, like, I don't know how anybody makes that with, with that shit going on in the background. Yeah, you every- have a guy in the Speedo back there, yes, too. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yep. That's exactly like that. I, I enjoy that, right? Because in my head, Fred the Distractor, that guy, is putting his school on his back <laughs> at that moment. This is a free throw, but no, no. I'm not in this game. I didn't practice all week. I can't score a goddamn point. But right now is my time to help my school, my town, my community. Fred the Distractor said that. I got you guys. I'll put these American flag pants on, and I'll hit a goddamn split right here on the wood for this town, this school. So Greg Doyle posts a video of him, and I see it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is awesome. I find this comical. I find it entertaining. And I respect what he's doing for his school at the time. So I thought... So I thought. What I didn't see was, you see, because I wasn't at the game, I guess one of the shooters, not the video that I posted, but at one point during the evening, one of the shooters has a bad thing of epilepsy. Yeah. Like he's a national epilepsy, like foundation support. Like he is Advocate, a spokesperson right. for epilepsy, right? Okay. And I guess at one point, 
said student section with Fred the Distractor tag team to distract this guy. And we're telling him to have another seizure. Have another seizure because he's epileptic. And Fred the Distractor does the flopping fish is what he called it. But it sure looked like he was having a seizure on the court. Okay, I did not know that. I had no idea that that happened. But I all of a sudden promoted something that was very much taking a terrible shot Mm -hmm. at somebody, which I did not respect. Right. So I I issued an apology, and I was called disgusting by people on the internet for promoting Fred the Distractor as if I was in the gym listening to them tell him to have another seizure. I was getting attacked. So I saw your apology. I didn't know any of the story at all. I thought it was a very genuine apology. Well, I had to explain my entire... Because I knew... So I had to send to the kid. Because I didn't want that kid who is doing a lot of good. A, for the national epilepsy uh, image or whatever. Right. And I knew if, A, he had been through some real shit if this was happening. Like, you're not just going to come out and support if you haven't really bad one. I guess his story is he's really had seizures. Yeah, he's issues. had them during games he's before. Like, bad, bad. Yep. So I didn't want him to think that I was anywhere near supporting something that was bashing him because, right. as a, like I said, I had to get police escorted out of high school games. I understand what it's like to be the target of a student section. My mother, Sally McAfee, still hates an entire town to this day because of the things that their student section chanted and said to me. And it was probably my fault, to be honest. I'm nothing like this kid. I used to embrace the heel with the Mm -hmm, student section. Right. Like, I used to fire balls into the student section when playing soccer. I used to chirp back at the student section. If I scored a goal, I was not scared to go stand right in front of their student section. I was a full-on heel. I was I was embracing it. And it, it, it got me. You know, it got me. When things went bad, it got me. But that type of stuff hardened me for whenever I got 27 death threats after my junior year, right? Like, that that situation kind of hardened me. For, there was a couple times where I would go lay my head in bed at night as a high school and I would have another student section chanting things about me and my 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 family at the time and every my friends terrible things in the first couple of times might have got to me but then there was a moment where I was like yeah you know what yeah yeah okay we're gonna go ahead and embrace this and fuck <laughs> these guys right yeah definitely but my mom didn't have that moment my mom didn't have the moment <laughs> my mom didn't have the moment when she was like yeah yeah fuck these guys <laughs> she very much took it to heart and mm. she hates this entire town because of it so I didn't want the the kid or his family to think that I supported that because I understand that that's a terrible thing so I wanted to very much issue an apology to him. But everybody that was tweeting me, calling me disgusting, thinking that I would have known any of that was happening. Exactly. You were the worst thing on Twitter. You are the worst thing on Twitter. Gaslighters. That's what you are. You are the worst thing on Twitter. I wanted to, I almost said that too, but it was just such a touchy subject. I was like, I don't want, these people coming at me when I'm sitting on my bed on Friday night watching a video from an indie star journalist being put out. You know what I mean? Like a guy I respect. Greg Doyle had no idea that was happening either, by the way. I don't want to say... Greg Doyle isn't a part of this, but he had we, we literally had no idea that this happened. Mm. It's terrible that it did, though, and I hope it all gets settled somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it does. Center Grove, the kids came back and said, no, no, we didn't say that. 
Oh, they double down. Yeah. They triple stamped on a double stamp. <laughs> they triple stamped on a double stamp. There's so many cameras out there, though. Somebody's going to have a recording of yes. it. Oh, yeah. Yes. You can't. Back in my day, we could have possibly said that mm -hmm. with a straight face and been like, yeah, yeah, we didn't say that at all. No such thing happened. The other kid's like, no, I heard it. And they're like, no, no, never. And then there's just a thousand people with cameras around. This is the different world for you, Foxy. Absolutely. This is what I grew up with. But also, if they didn't say it, It'll be there. Yep. It'll be on camera. True. So there's, it's an interesting little, I, I was watching this high school drama unfold on my fucking timeline because both Center Grove, the school that have issued the apology who said they didn't do it, they tagged me in their tweet. And then obviously the other side, I was, so my timeline was filled with this fucking high school drama all weekend. Mm -hmm. It was very interesting to kind of see it all in play, unfold. But I do want to make sure the kid knows that I'm sorry though. Definitely. I, 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 I did not. I would not support something like well, that. Well, and anyone who knows you knows that if you have all the context in that situation, mm -hmm. then you're not you're not tweeting that. You're not putting no, it out there. I would have stayed very much away from exactly. That. Right. But Fred's commitment in my eyes <laughs> yeah. to his school. This kid was ripping shirts. He's a part of the team at that point. But he he is he is putting the team on his back at that point. And you always got to respect a good student section, but have to. But some, I guess there's just a line. Yeah, exactly. There's, not I guess there is just a line. Yep. Now, granted, I I don't think we ever played against somebody who had epilepsy. Uh -huh. I, I have no idea. I'm right. sure there's assholes in our school who would have said something, but that wouldn't have been my thing. Right. That wouldn't have been my thing. That's not my thing. School student sections, by the way. I thought they were gone. I think that might have been why I was so impressed by Fred the Distractor, because that seems like a very old school thing. That seems like something back in the day. I will say for sure, like, you, you, my brother's your age. Student section's way better than when I was in high school. It's because there wasn't anything else to do. Right. Exactly. So it's just like it's just like why the TV shows back in the day used to get, like, 15, 20 rating stuff, percentage rating or whatever. Like, 20% oh, yeah. of people are watching because there was no options. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like there was no options back in the day. Now there's options. Yeah. Back in the day, if you wanted to hang out and talk to people, the only way you did that is at a gathering. Yep. Right. There's no way you can just uh, group FaceTime is now a fucking thing. Mm -hmm. right? You can just FaceTime with 100 people. Have you used it yet? No, I can't wait. Yeah, I'm very excited. very excited. I cannot wait to just. Zito said up to 23 people. I don't know how that's possible. <sighs> I, there's no way I know 23 people. That I want to <laughs> talk. There's no way. There's no way. But I'm excited for a nice little huddle, you know, mm -hmm. a little oh, yeah. team meeting oh, in there. Yeah. Boys, let's talk about it. So I want to let that kid know. I don't want to say his name because I don't want people to tweet him. But mm -hmm. he's a these are underagers, by the way. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. But this is the uh, unverified news of Twitter. That was the unverified news. Yeah, yeah. I got bamboozled. How are you? I mean, I'm obviously on my vitamins. Yeah, right. That video pops up of a kid hitting a split. It says, "Here's another one from." I mean, I'm not supposed to not jump on that. Yeah, exactly. By the way, that fake pump by Georgia, no good. <sighs> no good. They had them, bro. They're t that's tough. They had Alabama. Jalen Hurts, what a magical story for him. So cool. Yeah, that's awesome. He finishes the game. Yep. He finished the game against Oklahoma. He Or uh, Georgia. Georgia. Mm -hmm. He finishes the game. Good for him. Gets his whole redemption story. What a story. Everybody talking about that's what a true leader does. That's what a true whatever does. I very much am also on the other side of the whole thing, which you, we've heard a lot of people talk about. You've heard a lot of NFL guys come out and say, let's not bash people who leave to go play. Right. Right. Because that's kind of what they were. a lot of people were insinuating. Like, next time a player wants to leave, tell them the Jalen Hurts story mm -hmm. where he stuck around for his team, for his school, blah, 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 which is honorable. Yeah. 
It is very honorable that he did that. I am. I, I think it's very honorable. But also, if a kid decides to leave because he's at a place like Alabama where a five-star comes in and replaces him and he wants to go play somewhere to prove himself, like I don't think that's a bad thing either. I think situations are situational, but I'm very happy with that. It's one of the worst lines I've ever said. <laughs> I'm very happy it worked out for Jalen Hurts, though. I yeah, am. I mean, I'm sure he would have rather went to like Florida State or Florida and started as their quarterback all year. But you know, he has a good ending. Still. And but if possibly playing that game against yeah, Alabama, exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah, he looked like he learned how to throw a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe he was sitting in that. He was sitting in the pocket a little bit. Nice little juice there. Tua talked about how his dad had that belt for him. Did you hear that? No. Oh yeah. In the uh, college game day, they had to sit down with Tua, and he said, if I didn't play good through an interception and my grades weren't good, I knew what was coming at home. And the guy, Tom Rinaldi, was like, oh, what's coming? Like I said, <laughs> oh, what's coming? He was like all happy, and uh, Tua was like, the belt. <laughs> and they, they had like happy music behind it, too, and like went right next to the next scene. It was like, family is everything. <laughs> Like, oh, we're just going to skip by that belt comment? Yikes. The internet didn't, though. The internet heard it. The internet heard that comment and was like, wait a minute. <laughs> internet doesn't miss anything. The internet does not miss a goddamn thing. They don't miss a goddamn no thing. No way. And then they moved forward like it was Tua's dad's decision to to go to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And Tua was like, yeah, that's not my decision to make, to be honest. Jeez. Just straight up all in on the dad makes every decision for me. Where's the younger brother going? Uh, Alabama. Wherever the fuck dad says. Yeah. <laughs> I think he already committed to Alabama. Hey, Tua, I'm worried about what happened to Tua after the winning that game, that SEC. SEC championship night in Alabama. Everybody screaming, roll motherfucking tide. Oh, yeah. There's just one kid just screaming, though. <laughs> That's Tua. <laughs> he probably got his ass beat after that game. That's a shame, man. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, it made him an inc- – I think there is discipline. I think discipline is needed. Adrian Peterson came out, I guess, and uh, said he still spanks his kid. Mm-hmm. I just think PR-wise, probably not the right no. move. Yeah, he might want to just stay away from that. It's a, new, it's a whole new world. It's like timeout is the answer for everything, yeah. right? Timeout. Mm-hmm. And, like, taking your phone from you and stuff. Yep. It's interesting. I, I'll tell you what, old Sally McAfee and Tim McAfee were not scared to, to put their hands on old Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> they were not both. I'm not talking about just Tim McAfee either. So, and I deserved it too. Right. But I, it's a whole new world now. Yeah, you can't. I, so what am I supposed to do? I'm just supposed to like talk to my kids in ways that they feel terrible? See, I think that's that's more damaging. That's what I'm saying. I guess you're just supposed to have a relationship, like a friend relationship with your kid. I guess. Like I'd, I'd rather, a hundred times out of a hundred times, rather have my dad beat my ass than berate me. Well, you did get branded. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. How's that feel, by the way? It's it's all right today. I got some, nice. some good stuff. I actually got like some legit like rap for it, because I... Like this past week when I'd wrap it, it'd just fall down and like just rub against my uh yeah, so I'd have like a bunch of lint in it and stuff. Oh, like from that. the sweats. Yeah. Yeah, this is where sweatpants get I, you. I know. But I same thing this weekend, I was wearing the mugsies and it was just rubbing against my jeans uh, like all night at the bar. So but it, it feels all right. It feels good. And I'm you can see the FTB, so I'm I'm happy about there that. There for a while was a question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There for a while, because on the bench over there, it's just a wooden burn block. Right. Square, yeah. Just a square burn. That's all it is. There's no FTB in there at all. That's wild. Yeah, I don't know what you're supposed to do. I don't know what you're supposed to do. That's why I think it should be up to the parents. As long as you're not like leaving like visible big marks on your kid, I think you should be able to punish them any way you want. A kid shows up at school with, uh, with a, um, like a bruise on. 
that kid is going right into like foster care, right? <laughs> Immediately nowadays. Probably. Yeah. yeah. That's that's the way it is, right? I think so. I think it's going to be interesting to see me with a kid. I can't wait. <laughs> Every everybody else's kids seem to flock to me, and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Like Phil's kids, I like them because they're <laughs> Phil's kids. They're Phil's kids. Every time they're around, though, I feel like I get sick. You know, I, yep. I get a, oh, yeah. I get like a whooping cough every time, which I don't even know what that is, but it's a deep one. And it just it it's I, I I'm always scared of what I'm going to say in front of them. Right, I'm always scared I'm going to drop like a fuck in front of them. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I'm the bad guy because in my office, when kids come in, it's their office, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like a play place at a restaurant that just takes over the whole restaurant. <laughs> kids just take over places. And I get very nervous. But when it's my kid, it's like literally every move I do is mm-hmm. going to shape this oh, kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a scary thing, man. That's, that's, a, that's a horror film. That's scary to think about. See, like, my brother just had a kid, and so he's very young, and he's in potato mode. That's the scariest part. I think I'm holding this thing, and it's just, like, the most fragile thing in the entire world. And its little head there is not stiff. I, I, I mean, it, it just goes. It like just goes dispenser. everywhere. Yeah. And then his wife's watching, making sure I'm doing it, and it's just like, this is a oh, yeah. lot of pressure. Yeah, because if you don't do it right, they're never going to let you touch the Right. And then kids. if something's wrong with the kid, my fault. You so, also hear the stories of like you you look away for like two seconds and then the kids like rolling down the stairs or something like that. Like they just they don't care. They they're looking to go die any chance they get. <laughs> uh, I'm nervous. What if that happens to me? You'll be all right. I'm about at that age to get them. Yeah, I'm about at that age. Mm-hmm. Thinking about it. No, I'm not because we we have so much going on. True. So there's so much going on. I didn't give him. Mo- I I the. the to those listening, the meetings that I've been sitting in, I don't think you would truly comprehend. Because I don't, to be honest. <laughs> I don't understand them. I walk in with sleeveless hoodies into these fucking companies that just sold for like $100 million. Yep. And I'm supposed to talk to them with a straight face like I'm supposed to be in there. And then there's publicly traded comp. There's been three publicly traded companies who have tried to convince me to move out of Indianapolis. Three of them so far. And I have him. I, I enjoy this place. Mm-hmm. But all the conversations with those are very hilarious to think about. Very, very hilarious. In six months from now, I have no clue what my life is going to be. No clue. No clue. I could be running a, a tech company. <laughs> getting recruited to become a boss at a place. It's unbelievable. It makes no sense at all. It's awesome, though. Yeah, but when you go to bed at night and you lay down... It'd be nice to have a little bit of direction. Right. You know, it'd be nice to be like, okay, tomorrow, just going to knock this, this, and this out. Right now, it's like, tomorrow, okay, um, got to go work out because <laughs> could prepare, potentially be doing something in that world in like three months from now could be the biggest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Yep. Okay, also got to do that. Okay, uh, got to start reading like business for dummies because <laughs> potentially. Okay, got to do that. All right, got to go over here. Uh, got to work on my filter because I could potentially be on one of the main networks every single day of my life. Okay, got to think about that. Uh, maybe buy some suits because there is a chance you could be in suits for. It's yeah, just yeah. every. There's no direction right now. There's absolutely none. So I'm just enjoying the shit out of it. But it's just, it's a very wild time to be me. Very That's, wild absolutely. time to be me. Very wild. I can't wait till I make my decision, by the way, so you guys can all hear me roast all the other shit. That I <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. I can't wait. I can't wait to tell the stories of the shit that I've, I've had to, I don't want to say do or endure, right. but 
I mean, I've shook some hands with some terribly terrible people, mm -hmm. and just it, it not by terrible. I don't mean like morally or ethically. I'm just talking about if I ever worked with that person, I'd want to kill myself. Yeah, and that's those are the hands that. That's what those conversations are for, though. By the way, yep. I think that's what all those conversations are for. Yeah, could you work with this person? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Finding out. <laughs> There's a lot of no's. <laughs> There's a lot of no's out there. Wilder, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. That was awesome. I didn't watch it. I just saw I got the highlights on the internet. Yeah, me too. The next day. How about Fury be 12th round? Yeah. Moro Ronaldo, by the way. Ronaldo. Mama Mia. <laughs> he comes in with that whenever it's a knockout. Yep. He, he, the Mama Mia call is only whenever it's whenever something huge. Johnny Gargano, Alistair, Johnny Gongaro, Tomasa Ciampa mm -hmm. jump off of a 30-foot thing basically mm -hmm. through a table. Moro Ronaldo. Mama Mia. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather knocks out Conor McGregor. Tyson Fury, 12th round, two minutes, I think, and 12 seconds left. Deontay, the bronze bomber Wilder, delivers a two-piece Tuesday on Tyson Fury, knocks him down, dead, 12th round, by the way. Could just be fatigued at this point. Sits up like the fucking Undertaker at nine. Gets up, tie, draw, see you later. Tony, the ESPN boxing guy, loses his goddamn mind about it. Says he's sick of it. I want you to listen to it, actually. Oh, Teddy Atlas? How does this happen? Look, I could take 10 years, and it's been years and years of the same garbage, the same trash. I have no choice. I've been in this business 40 years of my life. Where am I going to go? I got nowhere to go. But if I did, I'd get the hell out of it. I'd get the hell out of it. I'm sick and tired of watching these fighters that put everything on the line. They get in the ring, they come out of the ring with less of themselves physically than they had when they went in. And this gets done to them by a bunch of cowards at ringside that never took a punch in their life. I'm sick of it. He's being held hostage by the boxing world. What am I been doing this 30 years? Where am I, I going to go? <laughs> I'm stuck. I'm stuck in boxing, he said. And he said that the cowards ringside mm -hmm. ain't do nothing but fuck it all up internet lost their mind too it's all business yeah right? why does he care though they're gonna fight again and he's gonna get paid for doing the fight the next time hey yep. teddy how about boxing becoming relevant because of this right mm -hmm. how about it i probably not as much talk about deontay but then that gets into the whole thing of it like we're saying it's rigged then yeah like True. we're saying, it's, which I, I we're think we're saying it boxing is. is completely rigged, which not great. By and the I way. think it has been for the last like twenty years. So there was no chance Conor McGregor was going to win that no. fight. No, no, no way. Conor McGregor walks into the boxing world, and it's not. It's like I think, I think some of them rough and rowdy fights were rigged too by the goddamn judges Diner. Diner. I thought you I, might be right. I thought Sean won. I yeah. did too. I thought Sean won. I was watching through that, but that's my only experience with the judges. I didn't even think about like the judges. I'm not a big boxing fan. Same. So I don't even really think about like, oh, this is the judge's decision. This everybody bitches about the judges, but Dana White bitches about the judges. Mm -hmm. It's like, who are these judges? These people are hated by everybody. They're like NFL refs. Yeah. Yep. They're like NFL refs. They're hated. Absolutely hated. Well, it's like the Triple G Canelo fight. You have two judges that have the exact opposite. Like, they see one guy winning, like, 120 to 112, and then the other guy winning by the same score. It's like, how are you that far off on your... So they got to bring in the Skip Bayless yeah. judge. Yeah, right. It's like, all right. <laughs> Who sees this the complete opposite way of 
everybody else and has 100% conviction. Exactly. That's what they do with the judges. And then the third guy is always like, hey, it's a draw, okay? We need another fight. So make sure that no matter what, that, that, it's, that you have it down as a draw on your card. So Deontay Wilder, I like this guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. How come I don't know him? How come I don't know much about him? He seems to be just, he, he's about that life. Right. Like savage. Yeah. He's a savage of a human. He just, he calls himself the bomber. I love that. <laughs> and he's in the 12th round still throwing bombs. That means he's in shape. Mm-hmm. That means he like really trains and shit like oh, yeah. that. I think the heavyweight pool is just so like, there just aren't that many big names anymore. So like guys like him, he just like beats the piss out of everyone. So there's no like big marquee fights. So that's why they need Fury to last right. at least another fight with him. Exactly. So the next one's going to be an early knockout by Wilder. You would think. Ugh, boxing. But yeah. they also might want the trilogy. Kirk Cousins, by the way, loses another primetime game. Yeah. It's not primetime. Was it primetime? Uh, it was America's Game of the Week. Yeah. It was 425. So. Primetime. A lot of people watching it. Patriots, man. Never get talked about. They're just going to fucking do it again. They I are. sit there. I watch it with Connor. I'm like, it's like, dude, I know what's coming this year. Yep. It's going to happen. And, and then he just kind of sits there and smiles. It's just because that guy that was telling Thielen to shut the fuck up, he just... He's got it. He's just so much smarter than everyone else. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you think he's smarter than Mike McCarthy? Or? Oh, that <laughs> fat fuck. I'm Easy. so glad he's gone. Tony Dungy, not happy about it. He wasn't. Tony Dungy said four times on Football Night in America, four different times they were asked about it, they gave the same answers, him and Rodney Harrison. Every, they literally gave the exact same answers four times in a row. I don't know how you do that. I guess that's the TV way. Yeah. I don't know how you give the same answer every time. I would have to have a different take of some sort. Maybe if it's two times, you got to do your thing. But they were asked four times about it because it was the big news. Mm-hmm. Tony Dungy, not happy about them firing a Super Bowl winning coach halfway through the season. 12 years he's been there. 12 years, nine playoffs. They should have fired him five years ago. <laughs> 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 Seriously. This guy is fucking ruthless. I mean, it just, like, not, now I, this season doesn't feel like uh, a complete lost cause anymore. Like, I, they're not going to make the playoffs. That's fine. They've had a couple bad mm-hmm. losses. But there's, there's a light at the end of the tunnel now. Rodney Harrison said, Aaron Rodgers wasn't Aaron Rodgers out there today. He had no personality. He had no grit. Yeah, he was trying to lose because he wanted McCarthy to get fired. <laughs> Tell you what, Ty, you started these rumblings. You started them. I will say you started these on the internet. People are saying mm-hmm. Ty Schmidt was the one saying <laughs> you started it. I think it was almost. I think it might have been like a real thing. Yeah, that Aaron Rodgers was sabotaging so that Mike McCarthy would get fired. Yes, finally. he doesn't lose at Lambeau in December, and especially again that Cardinals team is so bad. You know what? They lost to our Colts team. I don't know if it was in December or not. I remember that game when we weren't that great. We returned the opening kickoff yep. to the house and everything. I like think that. that was. I think that might have been an October game, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't remember, but it was in Lambeau and we won, and everybody was. It was very confusing. Mm-hmm. That we won in Lambeau because that's like uh, that's your guys' home. I mean, yeah. that's sacred yeah. ground there, right? Because you're not only playing Aaron, you're playing the entire city of exactly. Green Bay. Did you see? They said uh, like the the bar that's like inside the atrium uh, at Lambeau. Fucking, it came up on the screen that said McCarthy got fired. And, like, just beers flying everywhere, people going crazy. Like, everyone wanted him out. That's how we reacted when it said Rich Rodriguez was going to Alabama. (laughs) What? Everybody! Everybody! Panic! (laughs) Screaming shots being taken. Bottles flying. 
Everybody wanted him out. Who's next? Bruce Arians. I would love that. Bruce Arians said he would only come back for Cleveland. Mm -hmm. And I don't think he knew that there was a chance to work with Aaron Rodgers. That's that's what I think. Bruce Arians has worked with Peyton Manning, Andrew Luck, Carson Palmer. The only person. Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger. And if he works with Aaron Rodgers, you'd think the only one he really hadn't had is Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I think. Now, granted, they're going to have to beef up that offensive line because Bruce Arians does a lot of hold my dick uh, back there. (laughs) Yeah. But Aaron Rodgers has the arm. In the the like, I think he's a good guy for Bruce Arians mm-hmm. to be pulling the strings yeah. for him. that Kango hat, Green Bay. I saw ESPN's pushing McDaniel's. I just don't see that happening. Mm. I think if he stayed in New England this long, why wouldn't you just stay until yeah, like your Belichick's gone? Exactly. Yeah, I, I thought that's what would happen. What happened whenever he was flying to, en route to the Colts? Right, Colts had lunch ready for him and everything, mm-hmm. a whole schedule ready for him. Because Belichick's got what, maybe, like. Maybe four or five years left. Who knows? I got my coach for another 20 He years. might. Who the fuck knows what Bill? He was telling a guy to shut the fuck up last yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's like a youth thing if I've ever seen it. Belichick doing that is just awesome, by the way. That's like Saban. We were like, what if like this could be his last year or he could go 10 more years? Saban... Fake crying. By he the was way. crying. That's why I said it. It's fake. Yeah, I know. that was fake. He was just like happy. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was yeah. fake crying. I don't think he even gets happy. I don't even think no, Nick Saban no, gets doesn't. happy. It's just like, uh, yeah, we did it again. Yeah, like he's just excited that they gets to win again. He's mm-hmm. rubbing it in. Yeah, he, he, but the fake crying, I think, was him trying to look human. And now, granted, somebody's probably gonna tell me that was real, and I misread the situation, which it might have been. Right. But there was somebody else who did it too on the field. Somebody else had a, like a fake cry. It seems to be that's the coach's move after the the thing is like, oh, we're supposed to be emotional here. It doesn't seem genuine to me. I don't know. I could be wrong. I've been away from the game for a few years. Right. I could be wrong. But it it feels like those cries were fake. Yeah. The Nick Saban one did not feel like it was real. No way. He's, I don't think he knows how to cry. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't think Nick Saban I think Nick Saban has lived through so many things that there's not much that's gonna make him cry anymore. Like an SEC championship against Georgia is gonna make Nick Saban cry. They're gonna make the playoff either way, I feel like. There was people people were outrageously saying that that team could beat an NFL team. Yeah. He's crying. Outrageous, people are saying. Who would say that? People people were saying <laughs> I did see that. People People were saying, uh, by the way, me putting that tweet out that people were saying <laughs> that, I got both sides coming at me. So I had both sides coming at me. I had the people who didn't know that I had said that earlier, basically saying that anybody who said that is a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so those people were coming at me. And then everybody that knew that I said that earlier was like, oh, who said that? Who's the idiot there? I was getting attacked from all. It was a bad tweet for me to put out. <laughs> got real negative on the timeline. I there. laughed at it, though. Well, I appreciate yeah. that. Good interaction. Yeah, we definitely got good interaction, but it was a <laughs> negative one. And I don't love it. I don't love the neg- negativity in there. It was hilarious. I, I enjoyed it a lot. But to think that Nick Saban would cry because they win the SEC whenever the team was being heralded as his best team of all time. I don't know. Maybe he was that happy for Jalen Hurts. Maybe. But then he just string along Jalen Hurts and told oh, yeah. him that he might be the starter. Big time. I don't know, Nick. I think you're an incredible coach. If I was an Alabama fan, I'd be a big fan of yours. But let's not try to act like a human. We know you're not. <laughs> yeah. We know you're not a human. He would have been at Jalen Hurts' throat if they would have lost that oh, game. Jaylen oh, Jalen yeah. Hurts, he would have said, I, w- I wish he would have left. Right. Yep. I wish we didn't even have the option to put mm-hmm. him in. Or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe I don't know Saban well enough. He had the kids at his house on his boat before the season on a ESPN Hard Knocks-like show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He seemed pretty human there. 
Yeah, I don't know. He's not. I don't know, man. He's not. I don't know if he's... I think it's because I've seen him as such a robot for so long. I don't think he's an actual human. Well, that's like the Belichick thing, too. Exactly. When he says, fuck you, like, that's awesome. That. Like, that's human. Uh, that's not where we're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. No, that's... Hey, fuck you, too, man. I yes. bet you Belichick. I bet you if you're friends with Belichick, good guy to be friends with. Oh, yeah. I bet you... Just like Saban, too, by the way. I bet you're friends with Saban, good guy to be friends with. I don't think those, that was a real cry, though. Nope. I don't think so either. You know what, though? I, I, as I'm getting older, the more movies I watch, I get a little choked up at the end of them. The more movies I watch, the more choked up I get about things. Maybe he did realize that that was a big moment for Jalen and he got choked up. It's the huh. holiday season. Everyone's in their feels right now. Coaches don't even go home. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches don't even know it's a holiday season. True. The only holiday season is like when recruiting day starts. Yeah. That's their only holiday. <laughs> Those coaches have no life. Robots. Uh, good conversations coming up with the boys. At Todd McComas has joined us, host of Heartland Radio 2.0, stand-up comedian who will be in Fort Wayne and Dayton. Dayton. Yes, sir. Yeah. ToddComedy.com. Go check that out. Todd, yes, sir. you watched Indi- – you're an Indiana native. I am. I talked earlier about high school basketball being huge here. Uh-huh. Huge. High school basketball is gigantic here. Gigantic. And I think Bob Knight is a big part of that. Indiana loving basketball, right? Yes. Especially like when I was growing up. He was he was Jesus to Indiana. Legit. Yeah, he was the biggest thing Indiana had ever seen. He was Indiana. I mean, he was the face of Indiana. So him doing all his crazy stuff, but the basketball team was a good basketball team. Right. Which was something Indiana could rally behind. Hardworking, successful, good, good uh, sportsmanship team. Yeah, and like in the 90s, if you were from Indiana, say you were from Lafayette, Indiana, West Lafayette, home of Purdue University, if you went to another state, say you were in like Colorado or something, and they were like, where are you from? And they'd be like, oh, I'm from uh, West Lafayette, Indiana. And they'd be like, oh, Bobby Knight country. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. No, he was like, no, I went to Purdue. But it was that big. Bobby Knight, which is Indiana's uh, rival, by the way. People yeah. don't know. Purdue, Indiana, in-state rivalry. It's the thing. Many people don't know, though. Bob Knight was this state for a long time, and it's ugly now. It's real ugly. His legacy. Ooh. And I feel, you kind of feel bad because he's... He's so old now, and he has uh, dementia real bad. They say he doesn't even know where he's at most Still of the time. Still alive, right? Still alive. Which is, uh, uh, he's hanging on now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They brought him into uh, where I'm from, the Shelbyville Casino, I think, last year for some kind of paid appearance, and they said it was like Weekend and Bernie's. It was like guys just <laughs> just basically just holding him up to sign stuff. It was sad. Okay, so for the, the, the 30 for 30 last week, ESPN, I didn't see it because they aired it at the same exact time Something else. Yeah. <laughs> Thursday night football. Yeah. <laughs> they had to compete against that. There it is. And it's not, by the way, it's it's not on again until December 11th. I looked through the on-demand thing because I was trying to like just DV. I was hoping they ran it like 3 a.m. or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was going to just record it so I could watch it. It's not on again until December 11th. It's impossible to find. I can't fucking find it. Yeah, I DVR'd it. I'll give you my login. We can stream it. Thank day. you. Appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. That means a lot. <laughs> what did you think after watching it? Interesting reaction from that thing. It was because it was very divided because I was reading um, last night and this morning kind of the reactions on it because I didn't watch it until last night. And uh, it was very divided in the fact that some people were still of that opinion like, 
hey, that's the way things were. You know, this kid, Neil Reed, the one that brought the most serious allegation to the forefront. Choking, was, right? Yeah, the choking thing. that he, he was just soft. He couldn't hack the program. That's not, you know, that's not the program's fault. All this stuff. Just let it go. It wasn't even a bad choke. All this stuff. And then the other side. So they were commenting on how good the choke was. For yeah, the basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's brilliant. He restrict the airflow. Yeah. <laughs> it should be allowed. He knew right where his yeah. corner artery was. <laughs> That's funny. The, the other half, of course, is like, uh, no, he was this horrible monster the whole time, and uh, nobody knew it, and um, kids just didn't blab back there. It was before social media. You can never have a Bob Knight now, right? Well, you've said this many times. Yes, never. You can never have another Bob Knight because of social media. Yep. And you even now, so you had a tough coach. Yes, Rich Rodriguez was a very, I think he was a very big of a hard-ass coach. I'm not sure it's going to be something easy to do. You're going to have to get grandfathered into being a hard-ass because nowadays, without that resume, it's going to be tough to earn the respect of people to I be able so. to be a hard-ass, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying he, because I don't know, you have to fill me in on this. I'm not saying he is like an equivalent of a Bob Knight, but knowing he has a tough reputation, you had to see some kids that just mentally couldn't handle it. Yes. Right? And just washed out. Yeah, and like, they quit. Fuck it, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, they quit. Yeah, or transfer or whatever. It, it felt like Rich Rodriguez, every every once in a while, he would do something where he was trying to get rid of the weak people. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, he was... What we were doing, it seemed like this is a ridiculous thing that we're doing. And in the moment, may not have understood why we were doing it. Right. He was just trying to get the kids to quit that he didn't uh-huh. want there, basically. He yeah. was just trying to get them to quit. So it was conditioning or these 630 things that we would do these workouts we would do or right. just the ridiculous things that would happen it was like he was trying to kind of separate the 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 weak from the strong mm-hmm. in hindsight that's obviously what it was but when you're in it yeah it's like yo this guy's a fucking asshole and he he was literally like he just wanted to see who would make it i think yeah which i think you know i'm an old guy but i think it's a good quality i mean I don't know. It's, well, it's like Navy fighting the more test. elite. Yeah. The Navy SEAL test is not an easy one. They're looking for right. <laughs> to become the Navy SEALs. Yeah. And if you're a big program that everybody wants to go to, like IU was at that time and West Virginia was. No, we were there, not, right? by the way. Not? We okay. had nowhere else to go. That's why we thought uh, he could do it to us. Okay. We, had, we, were, we had nowhere. Everybody else there, we had nowhere to fight. We fell to West Virginia. Yeah. It's not like we had anywhere else to go. Mm-hmm. So whenever he went to Michigan, we knew his shit wasn't going to work because those kids got out. Uh, Options. <laughs> Those kids oh, got yeah. out. We ain't got no options. So, but you're if you were running a basketball program though, where everybody knew it was going to be hard fucking work to get in. Uh-huh. You you're you're saying Bob Knight just wanted to see who could make it, who couldn't make it, because that quality of grit, by the way, can be faked, but it can't be. It can be sought. It can, and yeah. this is where I. After I'm glad I watched the documentary because the first part of it I was like oh it's going to rehash the old shit the old shit that I lived through in 2000 yeah. when this all came forward yeah you know thanks you to thought ESPN. you knew everything yeah I'm like oh we know well what he added to, in this it showed a lot of the behind the scenes battles that they went through to even get that 2000 story off the ground because Bob Knight was so fucking powerful with with TV and everybody because he sold you know what I mean he made the NCAA a fuck ton of money a lot of money. even beyond IU and uh, so every arena he went into sold out yes he was the Beatles yeah and to see how much power he had even over an independent reporter for CNN and, and Sports Illustrated was pretty pretty powerful like it gave a real dictator type feel to him 
that I didn't think about. It showed all these, like he almost ruined some journalist journalist careers in his day. Never like if, if he fucking hated you and you were an Indiana sports reporter and he fucking hated you, he could end your career. You know, he had that much power. And 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 people also associated with the IU program. And then it shows Neil Reed, that interview with Neil Reed. And then they did follow up. Neil Reed passed away in 2012 of a heart attack. I guess he was born with a heart condition. I saw, by the way, I saw a lot of tweets to Dan Dockich about Dan Dock because Dan Dockich, I guess, was a part of this. Documentary. Yes, he was at that practice. He, yeah, he says that he was on the other foul line when the choke happened on the other end of the basketball court, so he never saw it. But he did say he said he spoke up for it. I saw him fending off a lot. There was a lot going on on Dan Dockich's Twitter though while it was happening because it, yeah. it's wild to think that Dan Dockich, a guy we know who is now a personality was a part of this huge 30 for 30 situation, yeah. very much so, right? Yeah, and I mean, in 2000, when this came out, it was the biggest thing in sports. Was like his name over. mentioned, Dan Dockage's? Uh Yeah, Neil Reed, his, his story, he claimed that Dan Dockage, he said he listed a bunch of people that broke the two of them up, which wasn't covered in the video because the video shuts off right after the choke and the coach pulls his hand back. But he claimed... But isn't that convenient? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he claimed a bunch of people... Broke it up, and he said, and I think Dan Dockage was there and helped, you know, but at least acknowledged he was at the practice. Um, and I here's Dockage what, was taking some some heaters on Twitter, man, dude. I here's what I wonder in my mind because I don't know where his allegiance stands with Knight right now. But so through this whole battle and getting the story released, there was IU was threatening to sue the CNN and all these things, which was slowing it down, and then surfaces of the fucking tape. It gets mailed to Robert Abbott the reporter, uh, the, the journalist that was working on the story. And uh, he called IU officials. CNN had everybody in for a big meeting to watch it for the first time. And there was no return address on it. It was anonymously donated to this Abbott guy. But it was the stamp was postmarked in Ohio. And I'm pretty sure I'd have to look at it in 2000. Dan Dockage was coach of Bowling Green, Ohio. Dockage, no, Dockage right? said he knew who it was. Oh, okay, Dockage so it wasn't they, Dockage. Dockage said they knew who sent the video. They knew who sent the tape. It had to be a staffer, right? No, yeah, he said that some guy was claiming to have it for, hold on, let me scroll back to Thursday night Dockage. I do love that about This Dockage, is interesting, though. by the way, because they did not release it on the documentary. They yeah, Dockage did. Though. I'm telling you, man, he was, because it was Thursday Night Football was happening, right? Right. right. Mm-hmm. Thursday Night Football was happening, so I'm just scrolling through Twitter, and Dockage is just like, he's talking about the 30 for 30. I'm like, is that on right? This There's no way it's on right now, is what I was right. thinking. Uh-huh. And then it, I guess it was. I didn't even notice. Let me... And I missed it. I missed the whole thing. Yeah, it came out at like 7.30, I think, so it ran. Yeah, it was a weird time. Yeah. I almost want to call him and have him on. The one guy... Uh, one guy said that he used to hate everything about Dan Dockies, but now he's t- come around. He likes his stuff. And that how is, I am. And then Dockies just put, haters be liking. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how. Because he used to go at Michigan State, and Michigan State used to go at him. So, like, you know, when I'm in mm-hmm. high school and college, of course, I'm like, oh, fuck this guy. I love him now. That's what he doesn't hold. He goes at everyone in the big exactly. Tent. Like he, I just texted him. I, I, I want to. I would like to have him on. It was cool about the Neil Reed part because – I was one of the people that they were showing in the documentary that was like, fuck no Reed, hanging from a tree, fucking, you know. I, if I would have been living on campus, I would have been lighting shit on fire just like he did. Ty, like they did. Ty just, <laughs> Ty just put his finger over to the edit button. 
<laughs> so I just slowly moved his finger over to the edit button. <laughs> that was in the documentary, Ty. They, oh, okay. Yeah, they All actually right. had right. Neil Reed hanging from trees on the campus of IU. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That was... Yeah, so I would, okay. if I would have been on campus, I'd have been in there in the mix. Because <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, Bobby Knight's basketball Jesus, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? It's just a soft kid that couldn't hack it. And then now you look at the documentary and everything, all the gaps are filled. It's more like probably he wasn't the strongest guy mentally, even though he was a tough player. But three years of being mentally tormented and tortured just ate this kid up. Like It ruined his life for a long time after IU. So I felt bad because now I'm like, ah, I think this was Coach Knight's fault. Is uh, Dockich on the line? Dan, nice show. Ah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Dan, I I know you're a busy man. I just want to ask you about your Twitter on Thursday night. Yes, sir. Okay, so I was watching Thursday Night Football. I scroll through my Twitter, and all of a sudden I see you on a run, on a Twitter run, answering people's questions, going after some people who are saying things to you. I had no idea that the 30 for 30 on Bob Knight was even running until I saw your Twitter, and then we started doing some research. You were in it literally through the whole thing. You were in that whole whole Bob Knight thing. The whole thing. The whole uh, damn the, thing. Uh, uh, that's not true because after the season, when Neil Reed, you know, finally quit and all that, I had gone to Bowling Green. Um, I'd gone to interview, I don't know, but basically through the whole thing. Yes. But, but, but for the firing and all that stuff. And when Reed finally did quit, I was in, uh, I was at BG. So I'd left at the end. Todd here used to be a detective. He said that that film, yes, that film, the the practice film of the choking came from in Ohio, and he was wondering if you had any connection to it. I said, no. I said, no, no. I said, Dan actually tweeted who it was, I think. Yeah, Ron Felling, assistant coach, who um, it's interesting. You know, Felling told people that he had the tape, and uh, in fact, he told assistant athletic director. He made it very clear, like, to a lot of people to don't lie. In fact, the trainer, Tim Garrow, who's still there, lied. And uh, he called me up. He goes, hey, will you tell Felly not to give up that tape? So I called him. I said, dumbass, don't give up that tape. What are you doing? And, you know, he, Felling was a good friend of mine, actually. And, uh, yeah, he, he and Reed's dad were best of friends. And, in fact, um, if you watch that tape, there's a guy that walks right across in front of Neil Reed and Coach Knight as Coach Knight's grabbing him, and that's Felling, who, who, as I said, was uh, the mom and dad's best friend. Uh, he, they wow. were, in fact, Felling, the guy who gave up the tape, was ultimately ultimately got Terry Reed, Neil's dad, his old high school job in Lawrenceville, Illinois, which Terry screwed up, but. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff going on there, my brother. Well, Dan, how did you feel about it? Because you you were there to for what uh, Neil's freshman year. Yeah, I'd have to think about. It. I think guys are long, and I think maybe he left Three after his sophomore year. I, you know, people. I'm old, man. I'm 56. I can't I, like I don't remember dates <laughs> and years, but I, but uh, Neil. We knew his dad. We knew his mom. We got we got him jobs all the time. In fact, Neil's sister worked in our 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 office because the family was broke. So yeah, but I I uh, I was there two years. I, with Neil, I think. Well, men- been, mentally think speaking, like IU was known for huh? mentally tough ball players. How how would you rate him mentally? Did he fit in with that mold, or or was um, he a little soft up let there? Let me put it to you this way: He was tough on the court right. in terms of doing what 
Now, you got to understand, now, I'm on a podcast here, and the guy died, so if you say anything even remotely negative, right, people kill you, right? I, I mean, saw sure. you getting yeah. crushed. Yeah, I saw you getting crushed on Twitter for that. I saw you getting crushed for that. Yeah, right? I mean, you're getting crushed. So, Neil was an okay guy. I mean, he, the portrayal of him as a guy on an island that nobody helped or nobody protected is completely false because, as I said, I mean, the dad's best friend is the guy staring <laughs> at night grabbing the kid. You know what I mean? Uh. And uh, so Neil, Neil was okay. I mean, he wasn't exactly um, – he was tough on the court. You know, they showed some things that once or twice that he did. But he wasn't um, – I don't know. It, 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 it's, it, what seemed to be a perfect match really wasn't a perfect match between Indiana and the Reed family. Let's put it that way. How did you feel about the 30 for 30? You said on Twitter numerous times that it felt like it had a slant to it. Anybody who really knew anything refused to be a part of it, basically. Is that is – that, yeah. yeah, that's kind of your view? Yeah, and you know, you know, Pat, you can, I think, appreciate this. Like, you know the slant. Yep. I mean, they're not doing a 30 for 30 to tell the story of Bob Knight helping Ryan White, you know, the kid from Cicero who was really right. the first age. They're not doing a 30 for 30 to talk about him helping Landon Turner. You know this, slant, And they asked me to be in it, and I said, no. I, I said, look, uh, two reasons. One, if I'm going to comment on it, I'm not letting you all edit it. And as I know a lot True. of you, you understand, Pat. I mean, yeah, because you say two. 10 True. good things, one bad thing, they're going to use the one bad thing. True, yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> Then the other thing was, my thing is, you know, this was all rehashed 20 years ago or hashed out 20 years ago with specials and breaking news and interviews and Jeremy Schaff. And I told the guy, Robert Abbott, I said, why don't you just let him die? I mean, Coach Knight is living his life out in, you know, let him live his life. He's 70-some he's years old. Uh, so I didn't – they wanted to come in and, you know, and I just – I don't know. I'm not – Look, I have no relationship with Coach Knight. I don't want a relationship with Coach Knight. I don't have any respect for Coach Knight. So I had really no reason to defend him. But um, I just, it was like, all right, I mean, just let the guy live his life, man. We, you, you already went through all this. I'll give you one example of how, Good. like, like bias we knew it was going to be. There's a, there's a picture or there's a kind of a montage of Coach Knight yelling, and one of the things that, they show is him yelling at the students behind the basket to put this sign down. Well, they mm -hmm. make that seem like a bad thing. Well, truth of the matter is they had a profane sign. I was sitting right there and I told them to take the sign down. It was, it was derogatory towards a, a player on the other team. And it, you know, this day and age, it would have been considered incredibly offensive. And, but they, you know, they put that as a negative. So, you know, I know how to, I know how, it, I know how that was going to go. So I didn't need to be involved. Yep. I respect it. Well, you on the other side of the foul line, on the other foul line, on the other end of yeah. the court, if you could go back in time and you were on the other side, I think the whole world's a much different place, Dan. If you're not shooting that free throw on the other side, if you're shooting it on the near side, it's a whole <laughs> new world, dude. I was actually walking, and I'm like, and then you know, then fell. You know, it's just, it's just, a, it's, it's odd how, like you, I, I don't remember the film, like, like you know, Pat as coach, yeah. as a coach, Coach Knight and I used to watch practice film every morning like 10 o'clock in the morning. And I've said this for years. Once it came out, I go, I don't remember that day. Like, it doesn't, you know, I may have left after that day to go recruiting or the next morning to go recruiting. I don't know. But I'm telling you, I don't know how, like, I saw when I saw the tape initially, I thought, and it was like in 1998 or whatever, I was sitting in my house at BG. I'm like, holy hell, what the, you know, 
And uh, but then I started thinking, like, how did how did we not see that? Like, how did we not watch and tape see that? But I don't know. Maybe I went. Rec- I don't know. But it, it wasn't on any tape that we saw. So you're you're saying you're saying that that film you, is the first time you seeing it was when you were already out of the program. You had no idea that that film even existed. No, I knew it. Ex- well, I knew that Felling had told people oh, that he has a tape of, of Night, but I hadn't seen it. Did you think so, the grabbing of his neck was more severe than what you had envisioned when you actually saw it, or did you think it wasn't as bad? Um. I don't really, you know what, I don't really know. I remember, I remember, like, talking to Neil after it, and this may be weird to people, and people don't understand this, but Neil Reed didn't quit, like, the next day. Neil Reed actually never quit Indiana. Neil Reed left Indiana later on at the end of the year when Coach Knight made up, like, a team, a fake team vote. That said, you know, the players wanted Reed and Andre Patterson off the team. Yo, oh. so petty, oh. by the way. Yo, that's one of the most petty things I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I remember I was at Bowling Green. I was either interviewing for the job or just got done, and, and I got a call from one of the guys saying, hey, you're not going to believe this. And I'm like, what? They go, well, so that's when Neil, like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, we all voted. Hey, yeah, we all voted, this by the way. This isn't me letting you go. It's your team letting you go. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I just want to let you know, we took a little vote here around the locker room. You weren't here. It was kind of like a survivor thing. You ever see that? Everybody wrote it down and put it in a little barrel. Hey, that's that's when Neil, like, people think that they see Knight grab him, right? And they say, oh, he quit the next day. No, I'm telling you, and this is going to sound incredibly weird. Felling and the dad were such good friends that, you know, it, it just didn't bother. Like, I went in the locker room after. And it was, you know, I'm sure the players talked about it when they went amongst themselves, you know what I mean? But it wasn't, it wasn't like any big deal, and people can say, well, that's, that's messed up. Well, you know, I, I don't know, but I know this. Neil did not quit. And, and Neil, the, but again, the idea that Neil didn't have any support or anybody – well, his dad was in communication. It stayed at Felling's house damn near half the time. The other assistant, so he had plenty of plenty of people there to help him out. But uh, yeah, that's when Neil decided. See, people say, "Oh man, he, he grabbed him and then you know he uh, he quit the next day." No, not even no. Didn't I'm telling you, I don't even think he ever quit. Many of us here you know? in Indiana had when that first happened that re- and they released that. Even once we saw that, I, and I was on the bandwagon of Neil was lying until the video came out. But even after that, people of my age, I'm 47, uh, we had problems with, like, our coaches did worse than that when we were in high school. You know, even when we saw it, we're like, oh, I've been thrown around way worse than that. And that doesn't make it right. It still makes it wrong. And you definitely should be punished for it. Different, uh, whole different world, though. Yeah, but I I remember we were like, well, what's the big deal? Okay, that happens. And then you play better, and it doesn't happen again. Did Did you? you, Hey, Doc, it's really... uh, Did you hear Tua? Did you hear Tua Taga Voila? Yeah, yeah. About his dad yeah. getting him the belt. The dad, if he didn't play well, he got the belt. <laughs> yeah, Just, I'm, yeah, I'm surprised his dad's I, not in jail right now. I said on the air one time, I was doing my son's game in Michigan. I said on the air, I said, I tell you what, 
he makes another turnover, his ass is sleeping in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, people Uh, lost their mind on me, right? I mean, because, you know, we're all, the social justice warriors came out in full throng, right? Like, you can't say that. I go, well, yeah, I can. I just did. (laughs) You know. Let's let's talk about your style. it's, it's, It's funny because I had a football player at Indiana that played for Bill Mallory, who was, like, beloved. He said, hey, he goes, come on, there's got to be more to that. He goes, I saw Mallory take face guards, put guys in the dirt. Got yeah. 70-year-old oh, yeah. man got in a fist fight oh, yeah. with a nose tackle his last practice after he'd already been fired. A fist fight. Yeah. I'm not, again, I'm with you guys. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not right. saying it's right at all. And, in fact, I went nose to nose with Knight telling what a jerk he was for doing. But at the end of the day, hmm. a lot of people that watched that said, What? Right? Like, huh? Yeah. Yeah. It's, just, it's a whole different world, man. That inside look is a whole different world. I know you got a show to deal with, but I, I know you got a show that's about to go on. It's going to be a nice show. It's going to be a nice show. It's going to be a nice show, man. It's going to be a nice show. on a little bit of a roll here. Things will be good. Don't worry about it. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but this is kind of your thing, by the way. Your thing. On Thursday night, it was your thing times a thousand, by the way. I'm so happy that you were you were right in the middle of that 30 for 30. People killed me. People crushed me. They said, well, if you were there, why didn't you do that? Like, like, and that's the one thing. Like, people think, and it's I get it. But people think that, that Neil didn't have, you know, allies a support or no, nobody helped him. Hell, hell, like I said, man, his uh, his dad's best friend was our assistant. Hey, coach. what He's school the guy standing right there in front? What school? It, what then, school hates you the uh, most? What school hates you the most, Dan? And why? Um, I didn't feel much love out of Louisville the other day. <laughs> 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 you broke some news. Feeling, uh, you broke some news. Unfit. Huh? Well, you broke some yeah, Louisville news. I broke some news that really wasn't accurate-ish. Not <laughs> even close. But okay. Uh, hey, that happens, I man. I don't think West Virginia, 16 years later, your boys are still on my ass every time my face pops up on TV. So they, they're not big. Michigan State chanted about 12,000 a couple of years ago, we hate documents. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> my ringtone now. So. Who? What? Um. What school was it that had said a guy was going to send a sniper in? Oh, that was Iowa. That was a state trooper. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, he said if anybody's in Carver Hawkeye and you got a gun, shoot Dockage in the head. Oh, and, and then he called me to apologize. <laughs> I'm like, he goes, well, you know, I got a big personality. I said, yeah, man, that's all great, but shoot me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Doc, uh, you're, you as a human are one of my favorite characters of all time. I want to let you know that, and I appreciate you so much for joining us. Of course, man, of course. They tell them about our trip from uh, the airport to freaking uh, Bristol. Tell your boys. <laughs> About our little trip the other day, a couple of weeks ago. It was good times, good times. Dockage was my chauffeur from the airport to Bristol because I didn't have a car. So I hopped in there. I thought we were in the wrong city a couple of times, had a little bit of a moment. It was tough. Hey, my man, looks. we're in Hartford, Connecticut. Hartford, freaking Connecticut. And there's like a gym that's the size of my head. And it says like the small town garden gym. My man looks at me and says, that were the Celtics play? <laughs> <laughs> it was an arena. It was an arena. Have a little respect. I'm like, 
I go, that would be Boston. A <laughs> hundred miles away, but good guess. Nice. Uh, my man, my uh, man is beautiful here. <laughs> hey, have a great show. I appreciate you. All right, is this where Bob and Tom is? Right. No, I don't know. Are you on Bob and Tom right now? Well, I'm just asking you. I'm being funny. You didn't get the joke. Never mind. <laughs> oh, that's on me. That's on me. Hey, hey, your show will go better than mine. <laughs> He hung up. <laughs> Doctor Two's a special character, man. He's awesome. That's like his thing. People hate him. Like that's his thing, though. Right. Like that's his thing. He's a great villain, and he does not care. By the way, uh-uh. what did he say? I think we had fifteen thousand in Michigan State telling me I suck. Yeah. Or I, rem- like that. I remember the whole thing with the Iowa, uh, the state trooper telling someone to kill him. Listen, that yeah, they sniper. They yeah. it was a fucking sniper. That mm-hmm. that's the thing. That type of thing is in Dockage's DNA. Yep. Like that's in his DNA. Right. Do you want to know what's in your DNA? Yes, please. Obviously, now through December twenty fifth, the twenty three and Me DNA kits are on sale. Twenty three and Me helps you understand what your DNA can tell you about you and your family story. It's named for the twenty three pairs of chromosomes that make up your DNA. Wow. So what just happened there was uh, old Uncle Pat here just gave you a little lesson there too. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that there was twenty three chromosomes there in your DNA. No, me neither. Not. But now I do because twenty three of them and me mm-hmm. tell a story as old as time. Twenty three and me DNA kit is the perfect gift for everyone you love. There's never been a better way to give the gift of genetic discovery to your parents, your siblings, your aunts, your grandparents, and everyone else on your list. It's the one gift that you can buy the entire family that'll be unique for each loved one. Twenty three and me Health Plus Ancestry Service includes ninety plus personalized genetic reports that offer DNA insights on what makes you unique. Ty, wow. They won't be able to tell you about that brand that's on your leg, mm-hmm. but they'll be able to tell everything else about you. Perfect. It's easy to do. You simply spit in a tube, provide it in your 23andMe kit, register your sample to your personal 23andMe account, and in a few weeks, you receive your personalized online reports. Oh, this is... You see that? That's, there it was right there. But you're not allowed to have chew in your mouth because oh, right. it'll come back black buffalo. Y- yep. So you can't have that in your mouth. It's one of the things you can't eat for like 30 minutes beforehand. I think mm. you do it in the morning when you wake up, you just kind of... Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they need to know about you. Right. They can't be diluting you. Exactly. They need them 23 chromosomes to show up. Mm-hmm. 23 and me is the best. I found out that I can join an Italian club. Yeah. Big you're, news. You're going to learn about that in this conversation that we have with the Italians of the of the office. It's incredible. I can join the Italian club because it's 23 and me kit. 0.009% of me is Italian. Would have never known that. Would have never known that. Could have no. never guessed that. Now through December 25th, you get 30% off of your 23andMe kit. Order your DNA kit at 23andMe.com slash Pat. That's the number 23andme.com slash P-A-T. Again, 23, the number, and spelled out me, you get it, dot com slash P-A-T. 23andme.com slash Pat. And also, another great gift. Is the gift of comfort, mm-hmm. the gift of rest, yep, the gift of recovery, the, you bet. the gift of all these things, which is only a Lisa mattress can provide. We all, everybody in this office is a Lisa mattress sleeper, mm-hmm. and it's not only because they're a sponsor. Of the show. Yes, it initially was because they were a sponsor of the show. Correct. They sent one here. I think you got it, Ty. Mm-hmm. They sent one to the office. Ty used it. Ty, who who doesn't seem to love a lot of things. Correct. Notorious, not a lover of everything. Right. That's accurate. You love the Lisa mattress. Oh, it's one of the few things in my life that I truly love. Because convenience. Yes. Shows up at your house. Mm-hmm. 
Easy to unpack. Less than three minutes, you said. You bet. And it's the most comfortable bed you've ever had. Bar none. How is that not just how everybody does their mattress shopping? I don't know. You don't have to roll around in a bed with the weirdos looking at you at the mattress shops. Mm -mm. You don't have to do any of that. Lisa Mattress already found out what bed you like the most because they have the most comfortable bed on earth. Plus, it ships directly to your house. Correct. You go to lisa.com slash McAfee and you get $150 off right now. L E E S A dot com slash M C A F E E. $150 off. They're giving away the goddamn company. Yeah. Too cheap not to jump in on it. Jump on it. There you go. Like the bed. Mm -hmm. Which you could do because a Lisa mattress can handle the jumping. Absolutely. And it can handle you sleeping. And I don't know if it can handle this conversation you're about to hear. Got a chance to talk to Pat Anger about something new and exciting in his life. This guy is a fucking gem. I had some high school basketball stats guy tell me that you were wrong, so that made me feel good. I've, I've gotten a lot of both. Oh, yeah. I, there's no right answer. The only right answer is one man and one man alone. He's from Iowa, and he is now a tag team champion of Iowa. Former NFL great. Of the world. Of the world, sorry. Former NFL great, Iowa Hawkeye legend. He's a father, and he ended a tag team match this past weekend in Iowa with a middle finger, then a stone cold stunner, and Americans American Pat Anger. How you doing? How you guys doing, man? Thank you for having me on, brother. How you're the tag team champion of Iowa? How could I not have you on? Of the world. Of the world, <laughs> all, the, all the countries, everything. How'd it of go? You wrestled this past weekend, and you got some training from Seth Rollins' wrestling school. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. He's from right around where I'm from. So um, he actually he met my kids. Well, he like we went to like a River Bands game, a small little baseball uh, team around here, and he took some time to meet my kid and got to talk to him and got to talk to Merrick Brave, his old partner, who kind of runs the runs the gym down there. And, you know, I had to get involved, man. It's a it's a good time. You know, you're like me. We grew up we grew up wanting to do this. Amen. You know, and uh, figured I'd train with the best. How attractive is Seth Rollins in person? God, especially when he doesn't have his shirt on. <laughs> He's got the long hair. <sighs> Unstoppable. I keep him away from my wife. I don't <laughs> let her go down there. Okay, so how long had you been training for your match on Saturday? You were in a tag team match at the Hawka Mania in Iowa, right? That's the, what it was called? Yeah, yeah, it was uh, SCW Pro, um, Hawka Mania 7. It was up in Iowa City. Um, I, that was probably my fifth time ever in a ring. That's not bad, bub. It's not bad. You looked like you yeah. knew what you were doing in there. Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm the youngest of, I got three older brothers, so they pretty much, I mean, we've been doing this shit for a long time. They've been kicking my ass for a while, so it's <laughs> nice to be on the other side of it. You know, especially going against Vicious and Delicious, really just terrible guys. <laughs> I call them BD for short. They're really filthy. They're dirty. I made oh. sure to wear a bunch of protection. I oh. showered before. I showered after. Nice. And, uh, you know, they didn't stand a chance. No way. Not with you and your partner who was? The one called Mander, Steve Mander, former <laughs> Iowa fullback. Um, guy's been been wrestling for a couple of years. I was fortunate enough to get in the ring with him and, and whoop some ass, man. Okay, so you, Big E, and the one they call Mander? Manders. Steve Manders. So Iowa's becoming, the Iowa football team is becoming a hotbed for professional wrestling. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And then Kittle, Kittle was in the ring about last year, I think. He stunned somebody. You're his life coach. I think you would know. 
That's a true. You know what? I almost forgot there for a second. Yeah, I'm doing so much stuff. I lend out, you know, great priced mortgages all day. <laughs> I, lend out high, I lend out high priced ass kickings on the weekend. And in the meantime, I'm coaching. I'm being the life coach for the best tight end in the NFL. Do you have your it's belt? An amazing journey. Do you have your belt with you right now at the bank? Right now at your work? <laughs> I should. No, I, I, I do not. No. Um, I, I think, think it's in some museum, there. like the Wrestling Hall of Fame or something like that. I want to say they put that in there. <laughs> um, but I'll have to I'll have to break in tonight and get that out and put it on my desk. How bad's the body Just hurt? so people know. Does the body hurt? No, I mean, you know, I didn't really take too many bumps. Um, yeah, those guys are obviously pretty weak, so I, you know, I didn't really take too many bumps. But uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit. I'm, I'm a professional athlete, though, Pat. You know how it is, man. I, I, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, we, I was. Our, we, me and you, we are in our prime right now. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. I mean, this is as good as we're going to get. Uh, uh, do you have to defend your title at all? I kind of want to go. You should. You should you should come down and you should do you should do an announcement you should announce it. Oh my god! I'll tell you what I do miss doing that. I enjoy a good announcement call, a good a good announcement. When are you defending a title? It'll probably be in February. I think it's like February nineteenth or something like that. What are you are you going to get all juiced up? Or are you going to take a bunch of roids and just get all juiced up and become the guy <laughs> over there? <laughs> Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> might as well, right? Are you going to train? Are you going to try to stay in shape, or is it going to be the same thing? Are you going to be like a uh, – are you going to get into it, or are you just going to take a break until like January until you have to get back into it? I think I need to get in shape because I was pretty tired <laughs> after that. I was pretty tired. But, yeah, I think, I, I think I'm going to train a little bit harder for this one. I Initially, I initially when when this fight got booked, I initially I trained. The fr- I had two training sessions that were really good, and I ate clean. And then the rest of the thirty days, I kind of drank beer and. <laughs> um, you know, maybe I'll actually you know try to get some abs for this, or maybe you know, worst case scenario, I just get a spray tan. So listen, I am all about the spray tan. It's my new thing. I not my new thing. I am all yeah. about a spray tan. Makes you look thinner all automatically immediately. I need that, man. I need I need a lot of help with that. Did your Did your wife go and the kids go? She did. Yeah, she. You know, my my kids went up there. She brought well, my my seven year old and my four year old went up there. And after I won the belt, my seven year old who was too scared to get in the ring, he stayed and hit. But my four year old ran down, and I I brought him up in the ring, and we gave him the belts, and uh, uh, you know, held him around, carried him around the ring. It was pretty cool, man. What a moment! Was there a crowd like yeah. losing their mind at the moment? Oh yeah, I mean there was tens of thousands of people there. But, um, you know, to have them cheering my boy on was pretty special. Tens, huh? Tens of thousands. Yeah, maybe it might have been a hundred thousand people. I'm not for sure yet. I can't count that. <laughs> Did you watch football yesterday? Not really. No, no, not really. Um, hmm. What's up with the Colts? I thought they were going to win. Bro. I picked up Andrew Luck. He'd been doing real well. I was like, well, hey, I'll pick him up on fantasy. You play fantasy? Where do you play fantasy football? Yeah, so me and my friends, I got, I got three friends. I got three other friends. So we have a we have a fantasy um, football league where the loser has to get a unicorn tattoo. Oh, of so course. week sixteen, week sixteen, the bottom two play for a, a unicorn tat, and the loser's got to get one. Um, so it get, it's getting pretty squirrely here toward the end. Uh, the top three is <laughs> a little bit tight. It's kind of it's kind of nerve wracking. Are you in the bottom two? Obviously, yeah. 
I am I'm in the top two, but my team is is kind of it t- took a little hit, you know, with uh, with all that stuff with the uh, guy being an asshole to the girls and all that stuff. But uh, oh, yeah, my my team's had a tough little tough little run. <sighs> Andrew Luck scoring zero points against the Jacksonville Jaguars was very much a heartbreaker for me. I picked them He's as been a, on a hot streak, man. Hot streak. Yeah, you know, and I might be wrong here, but I feel like we struggled in Jacksonville always. Yeah, you know, I want to say, yeah, yeah. I was trying they, to think. Uh, I was, well, tr- I was trying they to. Had th- some good running backs back in the day, and they still do. They got some. They, they're pretty tough. It's a tough matchup for us. I think that's like I feel like we always struggled down there. I don't think there was ever. And then in London, when we played them, we lost to them over there. I feel like Jacksonville is a tough matchup for the Colts. I do, it's because they are literally drafting. They were drafting for a while just to beat the Colts for a long time. Right. That's like the yeah, Bills. And team. I mean, they, their running games always saw it. Who is that dude? Uh, Jones Drew? MJD, yeah. yeah Maurice Jones. Those big-ass legs. Fuck it, hey, man. I saw him. Tackling a tree. I saw him the other week, and uh, he, he's very – he still looks like he could run some people over. He's a larger man right now. Very comfortable, Pat. He, did he say anything about the SCW World Tag Team Champ? <laughs> you want to take a shot at it or what? <laughs> Are you taking all challengers? I am. Um, I am. What if Maurice Jones drew? It was like, I want the SCW. What's it called? (laughs) (laughs) What's it called? Seth's Championship Wrestling? Is that what that is for Seth Rollins? Um, It's something. It's something cool. (laughs) (laughs) You don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's something pretty awesome, man. (laughs) 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 Ah, You're a fucking idiot. Have a great day. W pro. <laughs> all I know is I'm champion of the world. I have a great day, Pat. I appreciate you. <laughs> all right, bro. I love it, man. Hey, no trouble. Hey, congratulations, man. Being the being Thank the you, SCW pro champion is not easy. I'm happy you did that. It isn't. And not everybody can do that. <laughs> the only person in the history of the world to make tackles on Monday Night Football be George Kittle's life coach and be a world tag team champion. Only person in the history of the world. Think about that. You should think about putting that as your Twitter bio. (laughs) I can't spell all that shit. You know that. (laughs) (laughs) You're an idiot. A full-blown idiot. Have a good one, man. Make sure those interest rates are low on those people today. Okay. (laughs) What did you say? Make sure there's low interest rates for the folks that come in today. Absolutely, always. I battle interest rates. I battle champions. I I do it all, man. <laughs> Bye, Pat. We'll see you. The Pittsburgh guys have joined us in the studio. Yeah. Rough weekend, boys. Rough weekend. You both were back in Pittsburgh. Yep. Brought terrible luck to the city. How do you feel about it? Diggs w- at Nick Morado. I wouldn't put it on us. What I do you w- mean? I mean, I, w- I, don't, I wouldn't say it was our fault. How, how do you figure? That we were covering... Keenan Allen with linebackers. I wouldn't put that on us. Hey, Keenan Allen is a stud, by the way. Oh, yeah. He's always been I, very, very good. I did not know he was that good. Mm-hmm. I had no clue Keenan Allen played like that with a hoodie on. Neither did the Steelers' defense, apparently. Oh. <laughs> Found out real quick, though. I'll tell you what. I had a bad gambling weekend. Another one. That happens. We're stacking them on top of each other here. <laughs> it's not going well. But I had my get back. Uh-huh. Was the Steelers. Yeah. Money mm-hmm. line. Get back. How'd you feel at half? 
great. Uh-huh. Felt great. Me Felt too. really good. Me too. And then all of a sudden, you just kind of watch it all unfold, and them Steelers are in a bad spot. Over there. We're starting to think blowout at half. Yeah. It's like okay, so here was we go. Collinsworth. Prime time. They might throw a fifty on them. Yeah, he did. He did say yeah. the fifty spot possible. Yeah. I've been on the other end of one of them before from the Steelers. I don't know what the fuck happened. I really don't. I have no fucking idea. Hey, that team's upside down right now. No. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say upside down. Huh? I mean, they didn't score zero points against the Jags. Look <laughs> <laughs> well, you playing a little defense early. I mean, look, there are two early. ways to look at it, right? They lost to a great playoff contending team by three points in the last second of a game that was gifted, arguably, two touchdowns. I don't like to complain about the refs a lot, no, but no, the I one blatant hey, miss, how, that how? was bad. I won't say a thing. And why can't you review everything? Why can you not review everything? Yeah. These refs these days have all these outs. If forward progress is stopped, like they said with Swope going out of bounds, uh-huh. that's like the trump card on everything. That is everything. That I'll never understand either. Never, he was fucking out of bounds. <laughs> Plain as day. How about old Carenti coming, or not Carenti, uh, Steratore, Gene. Oh. Oh, Gene Steratore. Hey, by the law, I guess you can. He's a Pittsburgher. <laughs> yeah. He says, by the law, I guess you can call it that. But in that, I think he's out of bounds. You stopped the clock there, Gene. Says. I'm, like, I'm like, thank you, Jim. <laughs> These fucking assholes on there. But why can't you review a false start? Why can't you review a pass interference? Why can't you review a hold? These are huge penalties being called by terrible refs. And for some reason, you I, can't review it? I think it's strictly because, like, you were during the Texas Tech Baylor game when anytime there was a review, you're like, God damn it. No, but the, <laughs> the things they were reviewing were, yeah, yeah. were dumb. But they'll still do dumb ones, too. I get it, though. Yeah, I wish there was a review. Like, the coaches should be able to review whatever. And if they get it right, by the way, they get to keep their challenge. Not they have to get both right. No, fuck you. If they get one right, they get it back. If they get one wrong, well, they lose that for sure. They should lose uh-huh. their right because it happened to the Drew Brees as well. Mm-hmm. They they challenge early, they get one right. Like no, no, though, you still don't get any. You still don't get any because we fucked up one time. You got it right, but no, 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 we still don't get. It. I just I don't like the whole review process and them staring into the Microsoft surfaces. <laughs> oh. I talk about this all the time. Last night they had a shot of like it was like a, a down shot shooting up on the uh-huh. ref. Shooting that thing was so small. If they would have just opened that camera up just a little bit, there is a hundred yard 4K jumbotron. A hundred. <laughs> they can that. even zoom in on the jumbotron. They, 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 the capabilities are there now. I don't understand why they can't just look up there, get a third party person in the booth mm-hmm. in the in the jumbotron running area. Whenever it gets to review, have that third party ref just get in there and be like, "All right, here we go, boys." On the headset, look up to the jumbotron. Everybody in the stadium will look up at it. Then you zoom in. You can even zoom in on a thing. Boom, there it is. It'll make it much quicker instead of getting out their fucking glasses. At the very least, have Microsoft make a bigger, a bigger screen oh. for them. Yeah. Just for them. Just but for the NFL. It's not hard just to put it on wheels and roll it out. Bro, those, like things, those things are iPhone tents. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those 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 Microsoft services yes. are iPhone tents. Small little things. But, but I, that's neither here nor there. False start, touchdown. Punt return, touchdown. Things seem to be going the wrong way, but the Steelers look good early. Yeah, yeah, they. I mean, they always look good early. They've blown a couple leads this year. I don't put it on the rest. I'm not gonna ever put it on the rest. Ben fucking threw a. Fi- Who knows what he did in the red zone again? He just threw it up six, sixty yards in the air to see what was gonna happen. Then he overthrew Justin Hunter, who's playing for some goddamn reason. Fuck. Because James White should have caught the ball last week. Ben Roethlisberger said it on his show, 93-7 to fan. Yeah, Tuesday I know. <laughs> James Washington is still much better than Justin Hunter. James White or Washington? Washington. Uh, I said the wrong name. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a stat today, though, that Washington has played yeah, as many or more than DJ Moore snaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he has 77 receiving yards. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who DJ Moore is. Carolina's. Rookie for Carolina's. Stud. Yeah. Well, I, I would like it to be known. 
that Ben Roethlisberger will inform us of oh, why yeah. he threw that interception, and that's why you got to love Ben Roethlisberger. He's going to let us know who whose fault it was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> who did it? It was a red zone. Yep. It was a red zone interception. So yep. that's five on the season for mm-hmm. him. Lead, lead, league leading. Yep. Which is good. But I can't wait to hear why why somebody else did that to him. It was Derwin James's fault. I assume we'll blame him on him. He's that so guy's good. good at football, huh? Yeah. I don't know how he fell. He was supposed to be like going to like number eight in all the mocks, and then he went to like 17, 18. They talked about it last night and they were they were telling the truth too. They were like, nobody has a clue about this Los Angeles Chargers because they're the number five yes. regional game each week. Yeah. And they're hundred percent right. Uh-huh. I literally tweeted out, and nobody crucified me for it. Is Keenan Allen always this good? Mm-hmm. And nobody crucified me. Everybody was like, yes, he actually is. Yep. And uh-huh. it's all the Chargers fans are like, yep, every week he's like this. Because they nobody knows him. Like, so as a player going into that game, you know this is the only time anybody's gonna see me. Yeah, yeah. This is the so if you want to make a Pro Bowl or something like that, the only time you're there, you have to show out. You have to. If you're never there was a couple Colts seasons there where we were not good, and it was like, okay, this not, this is the only game that anybody will see me play on. Like it's a real thing. Uh-huh. And Derwin James embraced the fuck out of that. As a, he's good. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. And Keenan Allen, obviously. Steelers are fine though. They go two and two. They still win the division. I was ready to quit last night and not watch another game this season, but I woke up this morning and old Barry, Pittsburgh Barry, gave me a little motivation. One-year anniversary, Barry Bondor, or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah. You want, me, you want me to play a little Barry? Please do. Please, I would need it. I watched it this morning on my way in. Somebody, happy one-year anniversary. I got a tweet about it. So yes. when you posted I was like, Phew. Pittsburgh's the best place to live. I don't care what anybody says. If you got to do some cleanup, hey, it is what it is, but we're still number one out here. <laughs> That sums up the season right there. I was ready to give up. And I was like, Barry's like, we're still number one out here. He's like, if you got to do some cleanup. And I looked at the division standings, we're still number one out here. Yeah, you got to do some cleanup. You got to take care of some things in the offs- in the during the week, and yeah. then we'll be fine. You got to do some cleanup. And Oakland's a nice pick-me-up game. Not- hey, Oakland, by the way. They look pretty good. Uh, just, I had the Chiefs plus or minus 15, I think it was, or minus 14. Yeah. And early, it's like, yep, we're crushing. This is just the sign of my gambling this year, this this last couple of weeks. Gruden's got him fighting out there in the Bay. Nobody would give guessed. up on that team. Nobody How about uh, my bookie, anonymous gambler, throwing out those prop bets? He has Mahomes at twenty three pass attempts. Mahomes comes out and throws like twelve Completion. in like the first drive, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, oh, there's no way this is hitting. Hit it on the money. They're fucking so good. It's one on guy. The money. By the way, it's one guy too. Oh yeah, yeah. Anonymous gambler. Anonymous gambler is a guy. And I do know him, and I do not know how he is so fucking good, that guy. I have no idea how he's so good. Everything he does, except for the beat Pat McAfee stuff. <laughs> except for the beat Pat McAfee Which is stuff. great, by the way. Yeah, yeah, by the great. way, we're doing Ikea. We're, I'm building it's something hysterical. from Ikea this week. Get your bets in on beat Pat McAfee on mybookie.ag. Uh, promo code Pat. You get 50% off. I told you that earlier. It's the best gambling site on earth because the guy that's doing all the fading uh-huh. is an actual guy. Oh, yeah. And he is hilarious. He is a hilarious human he being. He was taunting people down in, in Costa Rica, showing out showing how his he house. Yeah, yeah. Showing his house in Costa Rica. <laughs> He's posting photos of his backyard pool in his hammock. <laughs> all thanks to us. Yep. <laughs> He's fucking guy. But no, we're fine. He As, sent us a heavy bag, too. Yeah, yeah. I saw. I think it's so that I can punch it if I ever beat it. 
Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I have yeah, that yeah. leg drop, by the way. Oh, yeah. I had that moonsault, the toss onto the my bookie thing. I think he sent this, so he was it was this like guy, he's yeah. always two steps ahead. He's always. He's he sent that IKEA thing, what, two weeks ago? Yep. He's like, Yeah, yep. we're doing the IKEA thing in a couple of weeks. People will love this. And I think it's always just what he d- does in his personal life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Ah, oh, this will be good. Let's see. <laughs> like the perfection, that's how perfection came yep. to be. That's how this IKEA thing is coming to be. Mm-hmm. I'll be excited to see how I do. How'd you feel about the NFL Sunday, though? Did you enjoy it? I did. I'd like to apologize to the Colts fans for my shot earlier at the zero points. That was I'm just I'm just mad. That was a I tough think. game. Hey, I heard that was Luck's first time ever being shut out. First time in his whole career. I feel uh, I feel like that's probably is it accurate? I, that's what I heard. There aren't a lot of shutouts. There was a game. There there was a game there where Vinatieri never stepped foot on the field. So he literally never stepped foot on the field. So he didn't score because he had a scoring streak. Mm. Yeah. And he never stepped foot on the field, so it didn't count. I wonder if this one. This might have been Vinatieri's first game never scoring. You're right. Because he was on the field, uh-huh. scored, take the points off the board. By the way, hindsight, come back later in the yeah. game, need that. That's good. You never take points off the That's board. That's what they say. That's the rule. Never take points off the board. Unless you're getting a first down inside the 10, yep. inside the 5, which they did. It's tough. It's going to be tough not to take points off the board. But Adam Vinatieri was on the field, mm-hmm. penalty, off the field, doesn't score the rest of the day. I wonder if that's no points for Vinatieri. <sighs> That's tough. Probably, yeah. That's probably a record that's been like up in uh, that's probably up in the hundreds. Oh, yeah. of how many games mm-hmm. can straight? Wow, fucking Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, tech, uh, NFL Sunday was great because we were driving back from Pittsburgh. But technology, I had a uh, red zone just on my dashboard the entire drive back, just nice. keeping up with everything. Yeah, yeah. The poor, the poor Bills. Oh my God! Like, how does? He ran for what eight hundred and fifteen yards. Eight hundred and fifteen. That's absurd. Josh Allen was just scrambling for his life. Eight hundred and fifteen yards. If that on. throw was just a little bit better, dude. Charles Clay just dove a little bit further. Oh my god! The that's, heartbreak city. It's not like Charles Clay is a bum either. It's not like Josh Allen doesn't have the arm to get there. It's just, just poor Bills Mafia, dude. They see him scrambling. They see the throw in the air like a punt too. It's like. <laughs> And they see a guy wide open. It, it, the Bills fans are just like, are you kidding me? We're going to win because of this? You, this is awesome. And then you just see it almost get caught and just like suck the soul out of Bills Mafia once again. No chairs, no tables, no dildos, no win in Miami. Hysterical. Bills Mafia does not deserve and this. And then uh, the Bears collapse, comeback collapse was I, that made me laugh. That, that made Onside me kick, by good. the way. Yeah, yeah, finally, fucking first. Is that the first one of the year? Odell, Odell was uh, standing like thirty yards off the line. I don't know why he was that far back. <laughs> Business decision. <laughs> I don't know why you got Odell you Beckham so? as your hands guy. That guy's going to take a shot. Uh-huh. That guy's going to take a shot. So it's like that person has to be ready to take it. We had tight ends in there normally because yeah. of how big the shot's going to be. It was a great kick there by Cody Parkey, though. Mm-hmm. Sam Martin tried a surprise onside kick. It was fucking terrible. One six yards. God. <laughs> and then, that's a hard to do, by the way. I would like it to be known. I have successfully done surprise onside yeah, kicks at an alarming rate. Those are hard to do, though, because there's a lot of... There's a lot of fast. It's a lot of things that are happening. Bounces. Touch has to be perfect. Ball isn't round. You know, that ball's shaped weird. But that wasn't good for Sam Martin. No, not at all. No. It's a tough look. I'd like to remind that everyone, that uh, America's sweetheart threw three interceptions in the first half yesterday. Who's that? Uh, Baker Mayfield. Everyone's fucking savior in Cleveland. Plus five and a half, by the way. He's plus five and a half. Texans are good. Texans Real good. are good. They are. Really good football team. I like them a lot. Yeah. 
I like I like them. Like a their lot defense of- gets after it now with Hopkins and Demarius Thomas and fucking Lamar Miller's actually running the ball now too. Deshaun Watson yeah, is yeah. really fucking good. Oh yeah. I was forced to choose between Patrick Mahomes or Deshaun Watson, I know you were. which was very rude of Greeny. To do. <laughs> it was. He's wearing Louis Vuitton shoes, and it was rude that he did that to me. Deshaun Watson's the truth. Deshaun Watson's a really good football player. Mm-hmm. I, I it sucks that he got hurt last year yes. for Houston because uh-huh. they were on a, a nice run. They were then. scoring like forty yeah. a game. This Houston Texans team might be something to really reckon with, but ain't nobody gonna touch the goddamn Patriots. No. They're back. Nope. The Patriots, man. It's just what the Patriots are gonna do. We all thought we had the Chiefs. We all thought the Steelers, maybe. We all thought like somebody in the AFC will do it. To Tom Brady and the in the Patriots, for the for the world basically for the world you're mm-hmm. doing it for the world. For the yes. world. We thought this was the year where potentially we had somebody, and it just seems as if all signs are pointing to the Patriots again. I, all signs. I've been on the opposite side this year where I'm like, ah, they're still the Patriots, but now that they're now I watch them, I I think they're beatable. Bill Belichick is telling people to shut the fuck up. I, did, <laughs> I hated that so much. You I, hated it? I love oh, Adam come on. Oh my god. I love Thielen and I hate Belichick. Well, uh, who do you think I'm going to side with? I hate no. Belichick too, but I thought it was awesome. awesome. So cool. What are you talking about? Yeah, I can't believe, I'm on Thielen's side there. I cannot believe you as a You're going to side with the Dark Lord. Yes, whenever the Dark Lord does something that human, I'm yes. a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of him. Well, I assume Thielen was telling him to shut the fuck up, too. See, I think he was in it with Hogan. He was getting into it with Hogan because they showed Hogan. he's I, the better white receiver, Thielen is. He was letting Hogan know it. I wonder. Because I, those two, I feel like, were saying like, something. Like, hey, man, I could come take your job at any point. Mm-hmm. Anytime you anytime And then I maybe that's it. when Bill Belichick was shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never played lacrosse one time. Oh. <laughs> Bill Belichick. Yeah, they're good again. They're, they're good they're again. Good. Good again. They're going to do it. They are. We all know it. That's what the Patriots are going to do. It's a shame. It fucking sucks. Dude. Listen to, the, listen to the, the, the room here. We are a microcosm of society. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the room. Now, when Connor comes in here later, it's going to be a complete <laughs> Yeah, it was a, it was a terrible weekend for everybody except for Connor. Um, let's see. What else? Pens lost? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Pens, Pens lost. lost. Pitt lost. Dummied by Clemson. Doors blown off. 28-point <laughs> underdogs not even close. And you were home. Saturday, yeah, you can blame Saturday on me if you want. <laughs> I'm not taking Sunday. Did your parents win at the casino? I don't know, actually. I no. won at the casino. You went to the casino? Oh, yeah. What did you win down there? Just 100 bucks. What'd you play? Uh, craps and blackjack. Nice. I was nice. up like 350, 400 on craps. And I got, and then I uh, went to a guy. He rolled the, rolled the point, And then I put, can I get like money on all the points across? Yeah, Se- yeah. Seven yeah. came out immediately. Happened happened two times around the next two guys. So I walked away after that, and then I went over blackjack and won a little bit. So, but you know, was overall, it the Gilio family in the oh yeah, casino? Oh yeah. What's your dad do? Craps? No, he sat at the bar and watched football. And <laughs> <laughs> my mom and I played craps and blackjack. My brother went and played some slots, and my dad sat at the bar and drank. Your dad's the best. We had some fans there too. That's awesome. Yeah, they they wanted to give you a nice shout out. They're like, "Where's Pat?" I was like, "Hey, it's first off weekend and like." Three years. So it's forever. very nice. I was napping. It was very nice. I very nice. I thought about Italian club merch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you thought about it. So did my fucking dad. You know, I called him. Yeah, yeah. I called him. He, so he, he's like, dude, I got. I almost had a heart attack today. I had got a call from Indianapolis number, and I thought for sure you were either in jail or you died. <laughs> <laughs> he said hello, or he said uh, Mike. Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike DeGilio's phone. Or something like that. And I was like, uh, I forget how I let off. I think it was just like, Azzy. And he was like, hey, pal. And I was like, uh, we need to get this Italian club merch. you guys have any logos or anything? He was like, 
We got something. We can think of something. So he brought me a shirt. It says, uh, you can't play bocce without big balls. And then it says, <laughs> love it. <laughs> and then it's like Italian renting club. He's like, you want this? And I was like, ah, we might be able to do better than that. I don't know. Oh, dude. I cannot wait for Italian club shirts. I cannot wait. He was, he was very excited about it. I was allowed in. He said I'm in the renting Italian club. Oh, there you go. He told That's me all you need. Well, I got point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went over to my aunt's house and had this great big pasta dinner, this whole spread. It's awesome. You know, my aunt's like real old school, real conservative. Nice family and evening. And in, in the middle of dinner, she goes, she goes, Nick, I, I read something you wrote recently. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just died a little bit inside. I was like, oh, yeah, what, what'd you read? She was like, uh, it, it was about you getting pink eye. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to let you know it was really well written. <laughs> she was like, I had to skip through a lot of the garbage that you wrote. But the rest, but the way it was put together was great. Did you tell her thanks? I, I did, yeah. I was like, thanks, home? yeah. You got <laughs> yeah. Home? yeah. How about your aunt reading blogs? I was impressed. I was like, I didn't even know you knew how to do that. Look at that. That's good news. <laughs> Pens suck this year, huh? They're not great. What's that all about? Uh, Matt Murray just disappeared. Is he's the NHL happy right now? I was say, well, the good news is hockey hasn't started. There's is, a lot of time left. Is, yeah. hockey, is hockey playing right now? Mm -hmm. Preseason. Preseason, yeah. For you, yes. Yeah, for you guys, preseason. No, this is preseason. <laughs> no, we're in it, baby. This we're is in regular it. season? Oh, yeah. How many, like, These games, games matter. How many games in are they? Uh, probably, yeah, almost 30. 30 games <laughs> in? Yeah, something like that. Probably mid-20s. I know. I had no idea this was happening. I know. So we're in the middle of Penn season no right idea. now? We're in the middle of Penn season? Yeah, but don't pay attention to it right now. This isn't the good stuff. We're not doing good. Not until no. January. Not They're just treading Christmas water. Time. They're right outside the playoff spot. Uh, Penguins are like the Patriots. Yeah. You could say that. People hate the Penguins. Because we're so good. Uh -huh. And once we, we just figure it out at one point, and then you just know the best player on earth, Sidney Crosby, is going to guide them to at least the cup. Yeah. Are you worried? No, not right now. There you go. See? You seem worried. They're like three or four points out of a playoff spot. There's a lot of time You left. said the goalie just seems like a shell of himself. The goalie's yeah, pretty so important. Yeah, he hasn't played well. What do you mean? But the whole team hasn't played well either. So they're just kind of bullshitting around? They're, they're, they're top-heavy right now. They're not getting any secondary scoring. They're just laying in the weeds. They're waiting until it actually matters. <laughs> Are the Pens going to suck this year? No. <laughs> you look at the division. The division's being led by, like, the Rangers and the Islanders are having years that no one expected them to have. They're going to drop off at some point. The Islanders. I saw Frankie Borelli. They opened up their arena again. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that what they did? Yeah, around. they had a game out there at Nassau because they've been playing in Brooklyn mm -hmm. at the Barclays, right? And everyone hates it. They're, like, rebuilding that, I think, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah. they got to build a new arena over there on the island. So they're moving them back to the island. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. So the Islanders and Rangers are doing well, and they're in the division of the Penguins? Mm -hmm. Never would have guessed that. <laughs> Could have never guessed who's The good news is the Flyers also stink, but they beat Pittsburgh on Saturday. We lost to Gritty. Yeah. Hey, how about him draining a half-court shot yeah. looking like a fucking athlete? That's he can awesome. do whatever he wants. That guy can't skate? Can't skate. Hit the splits right after he hit it, too. <laughs> who is this guy? <laughs> who is this He's guy? Give Benny the Bull run for his money. Yeah. Hey, some of these mascots, some of the most athletic humans out there. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable athleticism. Benny the Bull, I mean, he caught a couple charges because he did some things to an undercover cop during a game. <laughs> but that fucking thing. Really? I guess he like uh, assaulted a police officer. Oh. He slapped him. I so think. that's on the police officer. He right? did like the popcorn gimmick and mm -hmm. then he hit him. I think something happened. Yeah, I think something bad happened to mm -hmm. Benny the Bull. I think Benny the Bull did something bad. They had to bring in another one. Maybe the cop was asking for it. I don't know if it was a cop, to be honest. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I fully understand the whole thing. <laughs> something happened with the popcorn gimmick, though, where he yeah, was throwing yeah, the popcorn yeah, yeah. everywhere and something. But if you watch these mascots, some of them are very... The Jacksonville guy, Jax, 
He comes in off a fucking, uh, like off a zipline a, a zip oh. off the top of the stadium. And he's really? just hanging upside down over the stadium. It's dangerous. It's insane. The Pacers guy does the backflips, the spins, yeah. the whole, the trampoline dunks. He lifts it, the whole thing. It's impressive. The Colts guy, Blue, threw a ball the same day we were there. Threw a ball from the top balcony into a trash can that was down on the field. While we were there, he yep. did that. During really? the game, first try. Yeah. These mascots, I think, deserve a little bit more athleticism credit. I'm starting to think it's fixed. <laughs> so I think all I'm going to dig into this a little bit maybe next episode. I bring, uh, I think either you're a gymnast, or excuse me, a gym teacher, or a mascot. Because yeah. gym teachers are good. I get the gym teacher. They're good at everything. everything. Gym teachers are good at everything you don't have to move your feet at. Yes. That's so good. They'll make a thousand That's free the best <laughs> They're so good at anything you don't have to move your feet at. So yeah. they're not really at, at a, no, 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 they no, are. They're skilled. They're skilled. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. They have great dexterity. Anything you don't have to move your feet at, they're very yeah. good at. Yeah. Very, very good don't at. Don't play a gym teacher in a free throw competition. Or like, throw a horse. You don't have to ping move pong, much. Like ping, ping pong. pong. What about yeah. like pickleball? I don't, don't think I know, what, know what, that what that is. It's like mini tennis, yeah. pretty much. Or like badminton. Oh, mm. oh, you mean uh, shuttlecock. Well, that's badminton, yeah. Yep. But pickleball, is just, it's tennis on just like a basketball See, court. Now, people say in badminton you have to run, but if you're good at badminton, you don't. No, right. No, no. Like Especially if it's doubles. Keith Nonenberg, <laughs> that fucking guy, he was a gym teacher. Yeah. He's incredible at anything you don't have to move your feet at. Yep. And in badminton, he'd have your ass fucking running. Yep. Even on tennis, he had me fucking running mm -hmm. back and forth. So he wasn't even moving in those sports. <laughs> he he was the guy that really – that was the guy that I made the the analogy that he's better than Correct. me right now in high school, when I was in high school. Uh -huh. Anything I don't have to move my feet. If there's any <laughs> athletic advantage, I can get him. Mm -hmm. But if it's just strictly off of talent, mm -hmm. he's great. Golf. The whole thing. Most oh, gym yeah. teachers are incredible at golf, yep. I assume. Yep. Yeah, they're just very good athletes when they don't have to move. You get them moving, though. We fucking got them. <laughs> <laughs> we fucking got Who won them. the uh, Monday night game last night? Well, it was a tough game between... Uh, Eagles, and, Eagles Redskins. and Redskins. Of yeah. course yeah. it was. And that, that Washington football team's taking some quite a PR beating. Colt's and, tough. Colt McCoy's a tough kid, though. I like Colt McCoy a lot. He's an uh, old gunslinger yeah. from Texas. You know, hook. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> horns Don, by the way. What's it, What's that? The NCAA made a ruling against Horns yeah. Don? Yeah, uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, if anyone from Oklahoma did it. Just like a 15-yard penalty. He did WVU, too. Just like you can't do a uh, cutthroat gator chomp. Like they used to do. They used to get her, get her chunk cutthroat. I, I used to. Yeah, I used to love all that stuff. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So wait, horns down is now horns down's fifteen. Yeah, yeah. fifteen really? now. Yeah, Why? WVU. I think it happened. Honestly, I think it might have been WVU's fault. It really? might have been WVU's fault. Classic. Well, we just we we got introduced to a new conference. You know, so Classic. we got we got new rivals all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, all right, what does everybody do against everybody else? Uh, Texas, everybody does, uh, Oklahoma does the horns out. We're fucking doing that too. <laughs> hey, 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 Texas, fuck you. How about that? How does that make you feel? We're on the other side of the goddamn country saying mm -hmm. that. And I think it became something where the NCAA didn't like it. I understand. I don't. I don't understand it. Why can't it happen? It's not like a gang sign. They're not throwing no. up a gang sign. Fuck them until they go to 18 playoff. You want eight teams in there? Yeah. I would like an entire preferably NFL si playoff. Preferably 16, but I'm not going to go that far. I'd like an entire NFL playoff. Yeah, me too. I, th that's what I would like. I said that on ESPN, and I was, well, then what's the rest of the season? Because the the, the college football people, what they like is that every game is considered, yeah. but it's not. No. It's not. No. UCF, UCF wins every game. Yep. 
They will never be allowed inside of that thing because it's all money driven. This thing is all money driven. It hurt Georgia. If they would have been in the same position Notre Dame was in, they would have got in. Independent. If they were independent, yeah, they could have yep. done that. Yeah, every team schedules like one or two powder puff games a year, anyways, right? Just get rid of them. Yeah, but Notre Dame's got like six of them, I yeah. think. They got like six of them because they're independent. So they get to schedule literally whatever, whoever, they whatever. They play fucking Army and Air Force and all the, you know, those schools every single year. By the way, great TV for NBC mm-hmm. to have Notre Dame take on the Army. It's it's great. Mm-hmm. I understand why they do it all. But you can't tell me that that's all just because of the the ratings. Is It's all judgment. It's all skewed. It's all if. They have to add games. They have to. Yes. It I makes agree. no sense not to. You thought Ohio State was potentially going to get in after saying they weren't going to get in. Well, yeah, just because that's how my life goes. <laughs> like, I, I personally thought that there's no way that Ohio State should have been in. But as soon as I put out a tweet out that it said that they definitely weren't getting in, I thought for sure they were getting in. This one's going to blow up in my <laughs> face. <laughs> yep, that's that's just what the way, you thought? Just the way my life's been going lately. So it's Alabama-Clemson, right? That's what's going to happen? Yeah, probably. They're, they're yeah. scheduling for Alabama-Clemson, which is what everybody wanted basically from Jump Street, right? Exactly. Uh, should uh, Saban be fired? No one's asking that question. Jalen Hurts should have been starting all year. <laughs> I saw you tweet that. You <laughs> were such a. F- Did you get people that thought you were serious? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Oh my god, it's Twitter's the worst. Play. Oh, of course, people thought that I was serious that Jalen Hurts should have been starting all year. He fucking balled out though when he came in. Good yeah, for him. he did. Pretty so, much the same opposite of what happened last year in the championship game. Yeah, he finished the game. By the way, he they said he called his own run. I like that. Great call. They said he called his own run at his friend. request. Yeah, yeah. At his request, he wanted to run it in. I really. I'm, I've never, I wanted Bama to lose so bad. I mean, they still would have been in the playoffs, but... It would have been Alabama, Georgia, mm-hmm. Clemson, Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Georgia had no shot. Georgia had no shot. They had no shot. Nobody had, Who is it? Alabama, Oklahoma, Clemson, Notre Dame? Yep. yep. What if Notre Dame gets a win there? What if it's Alabama, Notre Dame? That would be a another, huge... Those ticket prices would be yep. outrageous, those ticket prices. Yeah, they would. And Notre Dame fans are... Oh, yeah. They're they're, they're oh, a yeah. loyal bunch, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. In Alabama, you think Alabama wins by how much? Just like they did when uh, what's his name? Was Manti Tail. Yeah, they won by forty. Oh, Alabama man. won by forty. Yeah. That was ugly. You think you think Alabama beats Notre Dame by forty? At least thirty. You think Georgia is the only team that could take them to task? Yes. If the line on Oklahoma and Alabama is fourteen, the line for Notre Dame Alabama had to be at least twenty-one. You think Oklahoma's better than Notre Dame? Yeah, for sure. That team's pretty good. They're fun to watch. Kyler Murray, it's it's a shame that it's his last year playing football. Mm -hmm. He's going to play baseball, right? Yep. He's got $7 million waiting on him? Uh Yep. (laughs) He's making more than his head coach. Or no, sorry, they they lowered or they put it just below his head coach, so he wasn't making more than Lincoln Riley. So Kyler Murray, as soon as he retires, as soon as he leaves football, he gets that money, right? Yep. He doesn't have that money now. It's just sitting there waiting. Mm -hmm. So the NCAA said he can't have his money now. You can't have this money he earned in another sport in high school Mm -hmm. that another league that we do not control decides that he gets. (laughs) He can't get that money yet. Just whenever he's done playing for us, he can get that money. Mm -hmm. Fuck the NCAA, man. Still a student. Still a student athlete. Student human athlete. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a student and a human first. Mm-hmm. And then he's an athlete. <laughs> I'm going to start pushing for student human athlete. I like that. Yeah, I'm going to start pushing for that. I like that a lot. Thank you. I appreciate Did that. Did you see the thing where uh, Jimbo Fisher was talking about one of his receivers? Uh, he made like a great catch. I think it might have been in the LSU it game. Was, yeah. And uh, he was... <laughs> He was like, you know, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say much to him. That's his job. That's his job. <laughs> it was like the, it was the most ridiculous thing ever. It's job. It's, a, it's not a job. He's a student. Right. He's a student athlete. He doesn't have a job, Jimbo. No. Jim, Jimbo gets it. Yeah. Jimbo knows what's hey, up. Hey, Jimbo, his job is to graduate. He gets a degree mm-hmm. for free. Mm-hmm. Jimbo, that's his job. 
His little hobby of football on the side. That's just something you all are lucky he does. Fucking NCAA. They're not good. <laughs> they're tough. I saw on they, Saturday. They're based in this Like city. a billion Tua jerseys in the crowd on Saturday. <laughs> no, know? no, they're not They're not Tua jerseys. <laughs> no, those are... <laughs> Some of them actually put the fucking name on his back, so... <laughs> those are Kmart special number 13s. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Tava, <laughs> Not a dime. <laughs> Rudolph. They're coming for Rudolph. Bro. Bro. That is a story of triumph. Yep. That is a story of accepting yourself. That is a story of confidence and perseverance. Yes. And they are taking it the complete wrong way. That story means a lot to a lot of people yeah. who have a lot of things. A lot of things. <sighs> like it's just your time. You got to wait. You got to buy your time. And when it's your time, you. Jalen Hurts was Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts was just biding his time. And then when it came, it was his time to shine. He did that. Rudolph showed him the way. Rudolph. Who's going after Rudolph? Everybody. Everyone, same people that you can't play baby. It's cold outside. Oh, my. Christmas God. story also because there's a bullying scene. Some Another people. scene where the bully gets his ass kicked, which is what the world needs Your to generation. see. Your generation. Your generation, Your Foxy. generation, Foxy. Hey, man. I, I'm telling you what. First gen millennials, you guys. Second gen millennials, I think I'm right in the middle. I, so I think I'm both. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm both. Oh, you want the good of us and the bad of you. Yes. That's what you want. You you are the reason. You are the reason Rudolph is not going to be playing. No, no, it's that, uh, what is it, Gen X, where that kid is 18 years old and wants to vote at 16 or something? Oh, That's that kid on CNN. What's his name? I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't need to know it. Don't yeah. ever want to know it. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming off after everything, man. Everything. Like, Rudolph, Nothing bro? safe. You can't look at something that was made in 1964 through the lens of today and say, well, well, that's problematic. Well, yeah, of course it was. Uh, how about how, how about Grinch? We gonna gonna say go they're, after yeah, Grinch? they're coming at the Grinch next. He, that guy tried to rob mm-hmm. an entire village while living up in a mountain. Unbelievable that they would treat the only person who didn't look like them the way that they treated them. No one's safe. Grinch is gone. Yep. Fuck the Grinch. It's not like the Who's were. Charlie Brown. They're coming either. after Charlie Brown. They should. I mean, he pulled that fucking football out from Tommy Lou Who. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie. Lucy Charlie, pulls the yeah. football from Charlie. Yeah, Cindy Lou. Yeah, yeah. Cindy Lou. <laughs> Cindy Lou. Grinch. Right. Charlie Brown, you get it. You but get really, it. that I mean, that's to your point. That new Grinch is so fucking watered down, it's unbelievable. It's It has to be because the things we're saying right now. Oh, yeah. Like... Cindy, what's her name? Lucy. Cindy Luhu. No. Oh, Lucy. Lucy. Right. Lucy bullied Charlie by pulling yes. that football. Big again. time. You know how bad that hurts your knee? You you could blow your knee out doing she that. She psychologically tormented him. Mm-hmm. For so long. And that movie still plays? Wow. Unbelievable. Hey, heavyweights. Have you guys seen that recently? Oh, dude. It's, it's, yeah. the best. it's a PG movie. I know. Nowadays, it'd be rated damn near R. It wouldn't get made. No, no, no way. No, yeah, it wouldn't get no made. No way. Lunch has been canceled. <laughs> Due to lack of hustle. Congratulations. Deal with it. it. (laughs) You are now the fattest kid in (laughs) town. Couldn't do that. No way. But what are they going to do? Try to erase that from ever being made? I know. Yeah. That's what they're working on. There's got to be a group of heroes out there that just make movies just like that again. No way. Those people get buried so fast. I know, but I'm saying there's someone who has already made a fuck ton of money and doesn't give a... The Saudis. Okay, yes. <laughs> we need the SWAT. Whoever's running Dubai, we need to contact them. What, what are some I don't care stuff? if I get torn down. Hey, we can really, we can make every single one of them. Like what we just did, we can make every single movie. Like um, the Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 
How about how rude they are to uh, Scott Calvin uh-huh. when he says he's Santa Claus? They treat him bad. They tell him he needs counseling because mm-hmm. he's he believes in himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. they start they start excluding him from things. They they take him to court. So he can't even see his kid because he's delusional. He just believes in himself. What about the amount of what about that? What about how they treated Scott fucking Calvin? Problematic. I don't want to see that movie on anybody's TV. Get rid of it. <laughs> home Alone? Are you kidding me? The oh, parents God. left their fucking kid at home for that long? That's terrible parenting. Mm-hmm. That, that They should go to jail. The, the, what are their names? Uh, Who, his parents? Uh, Kevin. Kevin McAllister. McAllister. I almost said to Murphy's. The McAllisters should be imprisoned. They shouldn't be celebrated with their movie playing every single year. Mm-hmm. Is there even a minority in Home Alone? I don't think there's one cast member. Wow. 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 <laughs> Completely whitewashed. That movie still plays? Wow. Wow. Watched it last night. Well, how about what they do to the fucking pigeon lady in the park? Oh, yeah. yeah. Despicable. Oh, my God. A trash can man. Exactly. Get rid of it. Just Gone. Nice, just a nice old man. Get rid of it. Any others? Elf. Are you kidding me with what, the way he fucking is treated <laughs> by his dad? Oh, by oh, his geez. actual dad? It's unbelievable the way he's treated. Sat in a corner, put away like he's like a, a zoo animal. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. not a zoo animal. He's an elf. It's a person. There's a person in there. Unbelievable. Here's another one. Gone. Is Christmas on the... Is Christmas... Are we worried about Christmas being canceled? It should be. Starting to. Do you, do you think about Jesus ever and why Christmas is to be the way it is? That guy was literally killed for being himself. Huh. Cancel Christmas. Cancel I'm happy we got to the bottom of this. <laughs> there we go. I'm worried. Because bullying. Because of bullying. Jesus was bullied. Oh, yeah. He was the first. No, you know no, what, probably not the first. But if we never, if we don't celebrate his birthday, then it never happened. Then mm-hmm. the bullying never happened. Mm-hmm. And if we don't watch uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, then bullying doesn't happen in real life if you look different. It just doesn't happen if we just don't watch it. If you don't watch uh, the bullying scene in A Christmas Story, then bullying doesn't happen in real life. Just because it never happens. Because you don't watch yeah, it, it never yeah, happens. Exactly, that's how it works. So that it, just like the Santa Claus, like the making fun of Scott yep. Calvin, mm-hmm. like that'll never happen in real life no. if we don't watch that movie. Correct. Mm-hmm. So we have to not watch those movies mm-hmm. because they won't happen in real life. Because there's no bullying before movies. Exactly. Exactly. Those are all lies. Mm-hmm. Doesn't teach you how to overcome bullying. It perpetuates it. Huh. By the way, mm-hmm. don't even think about listening to any music. Nah, I can't do that. <laughs> any. And not just some song. Like, Baby, It's Cold Outside? Can't. Don't listen to that, obviously. Obviously. But any song, mostly, was created by somebody on some sort of drug. Somebody was smoking uh, the wacky grass at uh-huh. some point, probably, mm-hmm. in any of the music. Do not promote something that somebody who was... Tom Petty? Oh, no, no, no. Mm. No. <sighs> Last Dance of Mary Jane? Are you kidding me? Oh. Don't listen to it ever again. It's a drug. And if you, if you don't listen to that song, marijuana won't exist in real life. So don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to anything. Don't watch anything. I'm happy we figured this out here. Good That's what us. this show does. Good for us. Good for us. Saved Christmas. We saved Christmas. By ending it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Zito, how are you feeling going into the weight loss challenge? Zito and Connor, the pub has fully... Uh, joined us here. Zito, how do you feel going into the weight loss challenge in January? I feel good. I feel really good. What does that mean? You feel heavy? Yeah, I've, I just ate a lot of pasta right now, too, so it's not good. <laughs> it's good for us in the long run. How is it getting uncomfortable how much you've been eating here lately? Oh, yeah. 
48 pounds in two months is very impressive. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> what do you weigh now? Do you know? He's about to hop on the scale for the first time since last week. He's 260 pounds. 259.4 pounds. You lost weight? I lost weight. What are we doing? How do you lose weight? I used to go big shit, too, though. A little basketball. It was, oh, it was the basketball drills. It was. It literally was. It was you guys. You told me not to do the basketball drills. I did it. This camera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that one over there. Zito's fucking with you. Don't let that happen. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Why do you think he's losing weight? I know, Zito. I'm, uh, I'm scheming over here. My issue is you're living in the enemy's chambers, basically. I got Evan. Evan's like the good, like the devil, I guess, or the angel. He's I am telling him to pack the pounds on. Well, he just lost. He lost a pound over the weekend there. You guys were running full sprints, wind sprints last week. The pub <laughs> was running a full practice wind sprint. If Fox is helping Zito gain weight, I mean, you got some trouble because I don't think Fox has been over 180 pounds in his life. <laughs> okay? He has a fast Facts. metabolism. <laughs> how, was the, how was the pub this weekend? Great. It was awesome. Uh, quick shout out to Ian from SeatGeek. Yep. Unreal yep. guy. College football running back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, a little Nescag football action up there in Colby, Division Three. Yeah, yep. no, no big deal. He You're was... forgetting his better, his best accolade though. What's that? The best chugger of Rome. He's the champion of Rome. He won a chugging contest in Rome mm -hmm. at one point, probably in college when he studied abroad. If yeah. I had to guess, yep. he won a chugging contest in Rome against other military people, military members, yep. everybody that was there. He mm -hmm. won. Good for him. Proud of him. Mm -hmm. He was doing full pass sets in here on Sunday. For like punt, he said he was on the punt team. Yeah. He oh, said he yeah. played wing, so he was doing pass set, which is the blocking uh, technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was doing them in the office and stuff like that. I was little, like, little pass pro. I thought I'm not, you don't really have a low center base. It seems like you get run over. He said, I did, yeah. <laughs> so he only played punt team one time. Good guy. But great, the, great guy, yeah. What was the drink? What was the drink of choice? The Elon uh, oh, Musk on Mule. On Friday, the Elon Musk Mule. Of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah. yeah. Out of this world. Up and coming. Out of this world. Yeah. It'll blow your brain away. I don't know. I'm trying to think of other alien puns right now, but yeah. off the top. It's a nice little crew neck, though. That was the first time I, that was the debut. That's a good shirt. That's a good shirt. I, I got have, a couple. I have one with Albert Einstein, I think, and oh, yeah. Bob Ross that have the similar, like they're on acid, their brain's yeah, yeah. on acid. We should thing. make a couple of those ourselves. I, I think it's a lot of money because the design is down there by the bottom yeah. all the way up to the top. Mm -hmm. I think we would to have- To the back. Oh, yeah. To the back. And it goes down the back too. Yeah. It's I like think a mirrored Those are real fashion designers, not just print something on a so shirt. So the way you got to do it though is put a t-shirt on a t-shirt and have the design on the t-shirt. On the t-shirt. Like oh. the Macaulay Culkin, yep. Ryan Gosling There thing. we go, yeah, Z. Yeah, yeah. Zito, a t-shirt of a t-shirt. $10,000 richer suitor and the smartest guy. Not a big deal. You think big. you're going to win that weight loss challenge? I have a lot of faith in myself. January 1st through January 31st. I have some secret pills as well. I'm not telling anyone. I am your manager. Boom. PDs, like, PDs. They're um, legal. Who says they're not legal? Well, I mean, if... If your Zito's guy, going your to be guy's taking, taking fucking testosterone shots. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. I don't think that benefits me, though. If it we're does. taking weight pills, then everyone should have the same no, chance if, to take them. If you can't get them, that's on you. Yeah. This is like when Sean was yelling at Smitty. I never really understood why he was yelling at him. I'm like, yeah, they don't test. I mean, right. it's if they do that, they do that. You fair know? game. It's it, I don't want to say fair because uh, it's not yeah, it's fair. it's technically not fair. But, but we are not in a... Our team should help your team because exactly. your team doesn't know. Like that, that's not the way this goes. Whatever Zito wants to plug into that body of his mm -hmm. to lose weight to win ten grand, <laughs> Zito can plug that in there without telling. I, I might have a heart attack after these pills. No, no, don't do it. that. It's worth it though. No, don't die. Ten grand isn't enough to die. No, it's not enough. It's not. 
It's not enough to die. It's a new car. Yeah, it's not a good one that you want. <laughs> it's not one that you want. It, it won't. I was be, actually gonna buy a Vespa. It, by the way, it's nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars to the winner. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. To yeah. be specific, yeah. how much goes to the the manager? I, I'm taking none. I'm all in it for Todd. I want Todd to get healthier. Yeah, but if you have no skin in the game, you're not going to be really. I, as I do hard, have skin right? in the game. I want to be the best manager that this office has ever seen when it comes to losing weight. That is my skin. I want to make a name for myself in, in the, the health training world. Oh, so all of a sudden we got maybe the next Tybo in. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a dent. I'm maybe maybe the next <laughs> P90X in the building. Not to from call not, it. Not to mention that uh, you know you. me and Zito drive home every day, so we pass multiple fast food places. I might make them stop here and there. So who knows? Maybe Zito. Oh has yeah. Me. By the way, during this month, January first to thirty first, <laughs> I will have a show for driving you around. Let's go. Just so that these things... And by the way, you might be put up in a hotel, too. <laughs> That's, get you out whoa, of this stupid-ass pub. Taking them whoa, from the pub. Whoa, 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 Need you to get out of the well, pub. I will say, though, like originally the original like challenge we had, like they or at least Evan knows, Yeah, I literally shut myself away from everybody. It was incredible. I, Good. You, like, we should. It was like, incredible. The, whatever we went out, because I did the whole intermittent uh, fasting portion mm -hmm. of it, where it was like I stopped at 7. They would be going to get dinner at 7, like 30, yeah. and I like, can't eat. I, Sorry, I boys. He really I'm, did too. Are you gonna do it again? Yeah, that's the easy. Like this one, the stakes are high right now. I know the stakes are high. My dad has entered. Mm -hmm. oh. Tim, we should get him in here. That I'll changes the game too. Go get him. He's gonna win too. Hold on, oh, Ty. Oh, oh, is he tied? Ty, oh. are you gonna be his manager? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, really, Ty? Ty, oh, yeah. I thought you were Team Zito. Well, I, I was Team Diggs the first time because I lived oh, with him. Yeah. Oh. Boy, you know, he was never teams. You, you set yourself up for a bad situation there. You see I that? I thought I could make him switch. Yeah, but last you, second. Oh, you thought maybe you put a little persuasion in there. Yeah. Me yeah. and Todd have communication for days, too. I don't know if you guys already know, but every night I've been texting him. Hey, Todd, make sure we eat. Make sure we eat a little pizza before bed. Make sure we have some ice cream. Make sure we have some chocolate milk. So and, the communication on our end is flawless right is now. Is my dad going to be able to talk right there? Uh, yep. We can get him right there. Let's get, Let's get him on the Give him a seat. Okay, Tim McAfee has entered the weight loss challenge. Dad, how's it going? Uh, it's going real well. Okay, so January 1st through January 31st, do you know the rules? No, I do not. Okay, you just Ooh. said you're in. Tim McAfee is now working full-time on the Pat McAfee Foundation, by the way. Very excited Here for you. Here we him. go. Very excited in for In the him. office, in the office. In the office. Let's go. The office has uh, had the addition of uh, Tim McAfee and Jason McAfee. Yep. Jason McAfee will be working graphics and stuff like that, making music. Tim McAfee will be focusing on the Pat McAfee Foundation, which, by the way, good foundation. We have a good one. Absolutely. Excellent foundation. You have been spearheading this thing for years now, but it's always been part-time because you had to do other work. Now you're going full-time into the foundation. Quick stats about the foundation. We are a foundation that gives scholarships to children and military families. That is correct. And to date, we have given roughly... Approximately five hundred thousand dollars of scholarships wow. yeah. to over sixty people. Correct. Yeah, we we it's it's a, I don't really pump it that hard either. It's no. a, it's something that we literally we just do raise money. I donate. We've given like five hundred thousand dollars in scholarships. Every single scholarship recipient is the child of a military family. They have to answer an essay question. Pat McAfee Foundation. We've done really cool things. It's getting a chance to watch like the first winner. She's now in a pharmacist. Yeah, and she received multiple scholarships to pay for her pharmacy school from us yeah from us. and now she's a pharmacist and her oh, dad was sweet. a uh air he was a uh colonel i think he i don't know he used to drop out of the planes though he's a skydiver Ooh, he yeah. was a lunatic Jeez. of a man yeah it was yeah. really cool to learn about her so we have a good time now tim's focusing full time 
Five oh yeah, there we go. Five oh one C three. Correct. So you donate to tax exemption, Pat Correct. McAfee Foundation. The website will be up and he's built. You're building the website, right? Yeah, I'm working on it right now. Which is awesome. The website will be up and running. And that is who you are losing weight for in January. That is correct. So it is a percentage of weight from January 1st to January 31st loss. Okay. So right now it's beefing season for everybody. Zito's trying to pack on the pounds. He somehow lost a pound. <laughs> so I don't know how that goes. <laughs> what will be your technique in this thing? Um, a healthy technique. Really? Yes. Ooh, 31 yes. days, though, you're going to be battling against people who are not going to be doing it to healthy man. I realize that. I realize that. But well, how I don't, don't want to do anything that's going to harm my old body. Yeah, you are an old man yeah, now. Smart. You True. are an old man. Yeah. Todd, also old. Maybe there's a plus minus percentage there, like a handicap, if you will. For over whoa, 50? Whoa, for whoa. over 40? Yeah, over, yeah, exactly. Are you trying to get a... Hey, I'm just I, I'm just trying to help my friend Tim over here, okay? Oh, is it for Tim yeah, or it's for, for Tim. Todd? It's for Tim. Uh, it's like, like until January idea. 1st. Like By the way, Ty has... Uh, Ty wants to be your manager. Okay. I would cool. be honored to do so. So awesome. Ty Schmidt and Tim McAfee are now a team. Mm-hmm. Can I be his manager Team. too? What's that? Can I be his manager too? No, you are in the. Oh, you are competing yes. against Zito. Absolute legend. I would love to be his manager. As well. I, I understand that that you would like to be a part of Block Dad's team, but he is your direct competition. Okay, this is ten thousand dollars either to the foundation or to Zito. Remember that. Yeah, the foundation is going to get it. Oh yep. yep. shit! That's why Ty over there. Ty's Ty's already chiming in. Yep, I, for the kids. We're but, gonna. But my idea. <laughs> for the kids. For the kids. My idea this morning when I woke up though was like, you know what? Maybe it should just be body fat percentage, the lowest body fat percentage. Oh, that's what, that I think that's what you so if you get to the lowest body fat percentage. Yeah. Yeah. Like for instance, you know, right now you're probably at a, like a seventy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that's what we're doing, body fat. No, yeah, you're doing a percentage of your weight percentage loss. Percentage of weight loss, Percentage yeah. of your weight loss. So in comparison to how much you weigh versus how much you end up weighing so that everybody is on a fair scale. I was never a fraction guy. So uh, body fat percentage is how much of your body is actually built up of fat. So there's guys, like Terrell Owens is down below like 1% body fat. Yep. Yeah. So he's shredded. Mm-hmm. So Tim McAfee would like this to be who can get to the most shredded, basically? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Wow, with oh. with just the healthy technique too. You think yeah. you think just the health technique is going to do that in thirty days? Yeah, man. Clock that has hey, some he secrets. He I seems don't. confident. Dad, be your old ass the slow metabolism. I don't know if uh, it's going to yeah. work. Remember, I used to bodybuild. You know, way back in the day. Ooh. he was a triathlete too. This I guy, I think he has some like Eagle Scout stuff. He has like under his belt. Nah, man, I don't nah. know if this, the Boy Scout Eagle Scout world will help him, but he did. He did used to just triathlete all the time. The guy's gotten a speeding ticket on his bike before. That is correct. <laughs> what? A speeding ticket a speeding on his bike. Ticket. Yeah. yeah. That is... A, can, can we get more from that? I have yeah. no idea how that even works. Where were you going? 50 miles per hour? Just pumping to, it out? I was going to buy 53 <laughs> through a... Through to a, a park? Through a, count, <laughs> through a county park. <laughs> it's like speed limit 15. Bike, yeah. bike cop pull you over? No, it was a guy yeah, in a car. Right? Guy in a car, and I see him. I see him. I'm, he's going up the hill. I'm going down the hill, so I'm flying down the hill. But I got to go back up the hill to get out. Well, he waited for me. Oh, About half, halfway up, he stops me. Oh, halfway. Uh, he waited halfway, yeah, halfway, too. Halfway up. Halfway up. And he goes, uh, sir, can I see your driver's license? I said, no, I got biker shorts on. I don't have any ID or anything. But you know. <laughs> A bicycle is a vehicle, and you have to follow the laws of the road when you're on a vehicle. 53 miles an hour. <laughs> He's is- a freak. He's the fastest kid alive. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is a 15 mile an hour zone. You were going way faster than that. Luckily, you didn't have radar, you know? So, yeah. So yeah. The, the thing about it is he, he did that, and then he did a triathlon, another triathlon. And the bike always seemed to be the issue because the last triathlon he did ended with uh, my mom carrying me and Jason all the way back the fucking course and meeting one man walking with a busted <laughs> helmet and a broken bicycle on his other shoulder, just walking the course, <laughs> click clacking with those bicycle the shoes, walking the fucking triathlon course with the bike over his shoulder and a busted helmet on the other side. He went down. You went down into the woods and hit a couple trees. Yeah, I had a blowout on a turn. I was doing pretty fast, probably forty or fifty miles an hour. When you're breaking the sound barrier on a bike, <laughs> that's gonna happen, I guess. Right? It's gonna happen. You're gonna hit a tree or two. He did yeah. it. His fucking little helmet was just in like these shredded to it pieces. Just shattered it. And he had the bike on his other shoulder, and he's just walking, click clack, click clack, click clack. And my mom's like, never again. <laughs> Never again are we fucking doing this. That was the last one right there? That was the last I'm one. I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, that was the last one. He was a freak, though. He, he used to be a... Because triathlon is no joke. Oh, yeah. We have a tie. Can we have a triathlon? Yeah. You don't want that. A he, drinking Well, he's going to break his bike. I'm, I'm going to win. <laughs> no, he, he's a fucking fish in the goddamn pool. Oh, you were still. a swimmer in high school, weren't you? Yeah. He's still a fish in the pool, though. He gets in the pool. He does his little... Little fucking <laughs> does the whole thing. It's what like a little, little dolphin toss yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. little flips. Thing. Are you a freestyle guy? Nah, I was a breaststroker. Oh, oh, me too. Me too. Growing the, up, the yeah. room, the room lights up. <laughs> Just simple mention. Just gliding through the water right on the top. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. a big breaststroker. He had a, a couple. He had a couple pool records back in Pittsburgh. I did. I did. Had a couple wow. pool records back in the day. Oh, Donner and Blonox. <laughs> no, not in Blonox. <laughs> <laughs> Z. <laughs> He's the worst. He tried to say Indianapolis with a Pittsburgh accent the oh. other day, and it was oh, it sounded like awesome. he was choking. He sounded like he was choking on something. Indianapolis. <laughs> it was so bad. Okay, so I don't know if it's going to be body fat percentage at the end because we would have to get a fucking uh, buoy machine in here. The thing yeah. that you, yeah, there's only one real way. There's people that pinch your skin and oh, say that they can yeah. get it. Nowhere near accurate. You got to go into like this water thing where you got to like balance yourself and it oh, tells yeah, you. Oh yeah, touch your buoyancy. Yep. 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 There you go. Actually correct. Mm -hmm. Good for you. <laughs> good, good word there, buoyancy. I'm actually a big buoyancy guy. Hey, how do you feel about the Steelers uh, and the Colts yesterday just getting crushed? Very disappointing. That's oh, terrible, yeah. isn't it? Oh, so yeah. terrible. Terrible. Yeah. I thought the Steelers were going to win for sure. Yeah. So much drama there. And then the Colts, zero points. Not good. I never would have expected that. Do you know what the issue is here? Mm. There was one team that won on Sunday. Yeah. And it seems like it just so happens to be fucking working out <laughs> that it always seems to happen this way. There's this fucking evil team who's now talking shit to players. The coach is now talking shit to players. Whoa, 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 whoa. And they just seem to be really getting it all together at the right time. Per as, usual. As per always. usual. Patriots have to feel good. You guys have to feel good. Did, I mean, I predicted this week four. I don't know why you did. this is a surprise That's at true. all. You did. Going into week four, I knew this was going to happen. But again, we're going into Miami. We always have a tough time in Miami. So who knows how that goes. But yeah, the Steelers losing was 
awesome for me personally. <laughs> I know it was very upsetting for many people in this office, but yeah, I woke up a little extra happy today when I saw the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers couldn't get it done against Philly Rivers and his nine kids. How do you, by the way, a nine on the way? Yeah, a lot of women uh, in that Philip Rivers family. That's insane. They put the mom at center, by the way, and Philip a quarterback in their graph. <laughs> no way. Mom should have been quarterback yeah. there, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't believe I thought that too. When I saw they put the graph up because he has a full, he can assemble an entire offensive uh, team. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had mom at center. Was him he in shotgun or was he shotgun? In a, yeah, <laughs> with well, split back. Really split hey, yeah, back that would have been bad. Hey, I don't care. I don't care if Philly Rivers' <laughs> wife is there. No one's taking that quarterback job from him. Okay, from Philip Rivers. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it's a graphic. He gets no credit. He gets None. no credit. None. He was slinging it too. Slinging it. I He's, think. Hey, I think they beat the Chiefs. I really do. Oh, uh, Chiefs. Oh, man. I don't oh. know. Bad news bears. Without a run game, it's just tough to Jeez. have the whole team, you know? By the way, he went on TV. Did you watch yeah. it? Did you watch it? I did not. It was bad. He was like, it, it, now, no point did I think he was upset about anything. Like, he didn't have the face Going of Going like on national TV directly after that seems to be the wrong. You should probably disappear for a while. Yeah. For a little bit. Do you think bit. he fired his PR team after the whole thing happened? I don't know if he had a PR team. It was probably just his agent who thought it was a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I think it had to be something like that, and it was not. He was not it was, ready. It was not good. There's no, well, the yeah, not good. Not a <laughs> lot of not good happening in that kid's yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think disappearing and like uh, is probably, like, apology, like, actually earning Right. Right? Yeah. So earning it as opposed to just going on national TV the next day. Insane. Insane. Like, oh, made a mistake. Hopefully somebody picks me up and yeah. waivers. Yeah, his only line of reasoning seemed like, I think I deserve another chance. Nobody deserves another chance. Hold on. <laughs> somebody said they deserve something. Ben Roethlisberger said he's earned the right to criticize people in the media. Yeah. You yeah. got to earn it. You got to earn it. Yeah, you earn Nobody deserves anything. You got to earn it. But I don't think you earn a right as a starting quarterback for your team to throw your rookie wide receivers under the bus. I don't think that's a right that's earned. I think that's one that's given to you at birth, and it's called a douchebag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what I think it is. Personally, but I mean, everybody to each their own. All right, good. I'm excited, though, for this weight loss thing. Z, let's go. I'm so ready. Ty, what videos are you and Tim McAfee going to create for this whole process? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll come up with a plan. I mean, keep in mind, this is, it's not about us. It's about the kids. That's right. So, you, you should just read Wow. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, hey, no, I want, I want more of this because it's just fueling me to just shove food down Todd's throat. <laughs> <laughs> repeatedly we already got something cooking literally and figuratively for a uh, little uh, piece here for a preview I, I think the only issue is thank you those old ass um those old ass dudes oh, their yeah? metabolism is nowhere near i'm facing it this problem now and i'm 20 years you and me both younger than old yeah, buddy it's pretty slow you know what i mean it's a it's a very interesting thing I, I've eaten like shit the last five days, and I can already see it. Like whenever I was younger, I could eat for like five months and be like, "Okay, I got to get back into shape here for like two weeks." Yeah, I don't think it's I ever like had it. metabolism growing up. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't there. Zito, gaining forty eight pounds in two months is not an accident. That, I know. I don't have a metabolism. <laughs> that that was on purpose. That, that Zito, I don't care what age you are. I almost want to get you on like Maury. You know when Maury used to do his episodes with the kids? You are the father. No, no, not even no. that. They used to do episodes before he found the recipe of just DNA oh, yeah. tests. Yeah. They used to do like moms that their kids were like overweight by 
200 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. My 12 year old is 250 yeah. pounds. Yeah. And then old boot camp guy would come yep. out here and say, I'm going to oh, teach you hard work. <laughs> that whole thing. I remember that. I think I should do Gaining 48 pounds in two months is like that show worthy. Like, do, that is something that we should think about bringing in somebody to be like, Zito, come on. 48 pounds in two months wow. at the age of what? We could twist this around, though. I could, like, train boxers to gain weight. Why? 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 If they have to go a weight class up, I could train them how to get there. Oh, okay. yeah! Everybody oh. wants to go a weight class up. Uh, that's, everybody wants to. <laughs> yeah, fuck everybody up. wants to do that. Yeah, that's what McGregor people, did it. Colin McGregor, Quana, <laughs> Conor McGregor. Yeah, and he lost. Nobody wants to go up. He didn't gain the right weight. You think he didn't oh, have the Zito uh, method of weight? Not enough. Zitoology. I think you did this strictly for this weight loss challenge, and I can't wait to watch you shine January 1st <laughs> through 31st. I can't wait either. Oh, we got to get you out of that pub, though. Connor's a bad influence, I think, because he wants, he wants Todd to win. Hey, everyone has their own agenda. Hey, the pub <laughs> sticks together, though. So deep down, I know where Connor's heart's going to be. I, at. Yeah. Although on this microphone, he might not show it. Deep down, pub's together. And he knows I'm buying a bar for the pub if I win. True. Oh, no, I just oh. found out. Here we go. Hey, oh, I, I just found out. Uh, is Todd, Todd? Does Todd, Todd know that his manager is pulling for somebody oh, else? Oh, no. I'm not pulling for anyone else. But now this just turned into a win-win scenario, as they Three say. Three kegerators in there. Ooh. A win-win scenario, as they say. Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, well, good luck to everybody. I'm happy you're in it. Yeah, me too. And I'm happy you're doing the foundation full-time. That's going to be cool. Yeah, it's awesome already. It's going to be good to have you in the office. Yep. Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> People dying to get in here, too. I know. I, I love sharing the desk upstairs with them because we're like desk buddies now. I think we kind of moved your desk out, didn't we? <laughs> no, 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 like the, the Twitch desk. The Twitch desk. <laughs> we, just, we just pushed them out a little yeah, bit. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Zito stopped using his desk and just started utilizing only the Twitch desk, which makes sense, by the way. Yeah. So now there's a Twitch zone, basically. You yep. guys have your own area over there. The middle of the mezzanine is the Pat McAfee Foundation area. Mm -hmm. And then if we ever need a team meeting, it's over here by the dry erase. Yeah, the brainstorm area. In the lower area, Area here. This is where the bloggers kind of roam. Yep. Because the blog is about to be back up. Mm -hmm. oh, the yeah. content creators are down here. Mm -hmm. The meetings all kind of uh, basketball is down here. Yes. Recording is down here. Upstairs is where the business is handled. Yep. yep. That's right. Makes sense. That's where the business is. Makes sense. Tim McAfee was talking about bringing people in this office, just showing them around so they can maybe. No, I did. Yeah, he did. Oh, First thing he said no, to me, he's like, didn't. all right, you know, we're going to have to clean this place up. I'm going to have people in here. I'm like, who the fuck you having in here? <laughs> he's hey, like, well, I tried that once. <laughs> Didn't go over very well. Just a heads up. I did. I had uh, the first day uh, Gorman was here. We got a, another guy here who might be working for us full time. I'm not sure. Um, first day, he just there's some people showed up at the door. He just yep. welcomed him in. It was like four people just welcomed right on in. <laughs> I was like, hey, by the way. Don't ever fucking do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever do that again. Well, the only people I want to bring in are the guys that are going to give us a lot of money. Or girls, sexist. Bigger, Jesus. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got him. Got him. Damn it. You said guys as the yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, guys. unisex. Hey, yeah, guys. Yeah. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. The humans who are going to be donating money to the Pat Right, the larger corporations and, you know, the big wigs. Yeah, because you know you're going to have to start handshaking. I think this is going to yeah. become a handshake biz. Definitely. It's going to be interesting. If you need watch. some tips, we just got back from California. We shook hands and kissed a lot of babies. Yeah. Uh, unlimited. Yeah, we're almost professional handshakers and baby kissers if you need any help in that aspect of the business. Awesome. We're also very good at waiting in line. Very yeah. good. Very good. That very same patient. place that they shook a lot of hands is called TwitchCon. 
Just lines everywhere to get in lines. That's all they did. A line for a line? Yep. Yeah, there were lines for lines. We made it through. Yeah, we made it through. I mean, hey. They it, said there's one in Berlin. Yeah, that's, a, that's the, the European one. I would love yeah. to go there. Oh, is it, so you're letting everybody else tell me about it? Is that what you're no, doing? No, they, they're, they're doing themselves. Oh, they're are you themselves. on Twitch saying, hey, maybe we go to Twitch Berlin? Somebody we really aren't. We yet. really aren't. I, I don't know. You you said this before, too, right? You thought that people were tweeting you because... Uh, somebody to, sent to me a tweet the... that was a direct quote from Zito. I know it. It was like, hey, Zito is really fun on Twitch. <laughs> I would never use my own name. Don't fire him. We, I would use I. <laughs> I'm I telling you. Burners? We haven't told them to say anything like that. They just want us to go to Berlin. I'll go with us. you. I'll be your guide. Oh, let's go. Hold the phone. Ich verstehe Deutsch sehr gut. Nice. What is going on? Yeah. He speaks German. <laughs> yeah. He speaks German. All I know is nice. Sounds like yeah. the foundation's taking a hit for those fucking five days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, you folks here in Germany, uh, we want some money for military kids in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Okay, so you guys want to go to Berlin? When is it? No, yeah. it's really California. That's like the European one. Yeah, when I, is I don't it? want to go to Berlin. It's next year. I don't like leaving America at all. Did it once. It was terrible. Where'd you go, it. China? Yep. Uh, I'll tell you, In China, I, I always say that I love America a lot more every time I leave it. it yes. It's true. I think a lot of people who have never left America bash America mm-hmm. because they've never been anywhere else. They're just told what it's like everywhere else. And then once you go there, it's like... <laughs> I honestly, I, I feel like I've been on almost every continent. I really, and Where's I just, the best place you've been to? Germany was awesome. Wow. Germany was really fucking awesome. The people were very nice. Yep. Ireland, the people were not very nice to not me. Not at all. France, people were terrible. Yeah. Just they're, where they're I mean, was. Right? French, French. The, the meanest? Yeah, but I am literally the stereotypical American. So you want to know exactly how people feel about America? Yeah. Drop me in the middle of their country and just see how they treat me. Because <laughs> it's, it's honestly what happens. It is, I, I, like Sean Latham, would always tell me about what this country's like and shit like that. I'm like, Sean, I've been there, and they treat you much different than they treat me there. (laughs) And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, Sean, you have dark hair, olive skin. I literally am just an American when I walk in there, and they call me a stupid Yankee as soon as I step (laughs) in there. So it's it's very interesting. My travels have been very interesting, but every time I leave, I'm like, I can't wait to get home. I cannot wait to get home. Yeah, And it might be because my bed is amazing, but also because I just, I think we, I think a lot of, just like a lot of things, people don't realize how good they have it. Until they see something else. Yep. It's kind of the way it goes. Yeah, that's for sure. Put that on Hallmark card. I think it, it is. It is, yeah. Yeah, I think it already is. <laughs> it is, yeah. All right, see you later. Hey, uh, just fucking get out of here. What's up, Foxy? Are we at 100 million yet? Um, I think we're getting close. Okay. Okay. Yeah, did you ever? But hear, I don't think we're at a hundred million. We're Twitch, very close, though. Did you ever hear how this Twitch stream started? No. Oh, it started with Zito and Connor walking into my office on my dry erase board with me and Foxy sitting there and writing the word hundred million" on the board, really yep. large, and saying, "That's how many people are fans of gaming, and that's how many <laughs> fans we will have. We have roughly a hundred and twenty viewers a day." Wow. 120 period could be way worse we have now over 5,000 followers what yes I didn't know that yes and not to mention Fortnite just reached 200 million users so So we're not at 100 million million now we're at 200 million my friend did you see what just happened yeah did you see they're ceiling raised yeah yeah exactly we doubled that 100 million and I'm not saying it was just us but but we helped let's assume that the Fortnite people or the Twitch people who are giving these numbers are doing very similar to what Zuckerberg was doing no, with their no, Facebook numbers, Bezos. just Jeff lying Bezos completely about would it. Never do that. This well, is Amazon, okay? Let, hey, oh hey, let's this just is assume, Amazon. Let's assume the numbers are being fudged. <laughs> They're not going to lie. Let's assume it's at least fifty million. 
Right? They're not going to say right. 200 million if it's not blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so 190 mil. You think they're 10 million exaggeration? Mm-hmm. You think it's a 10 million exaggeration? That's a I think it's nail on the head, honestly. It's a free game. So, yeah, 200 million people bought that for nothing. Okay, let's go back to the celebrations that need to be had. You guys oh. have 5,000 followers, subscribers? Yes. Yep. yes. Congratulations. Hey, mm-hmm. thank you. That's very awesome to hear. Yeah, I mean it's a it's it's a process growing you gotta earn it. in the gaming community. Yeah, you, you hey, Basket said it right. You honestly got to earn you, these guys' respect. Yeah, and so you know we're 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 climbing and that girls. mountain of respect right now. And mm. girls, yeah. And girls. Oh no, I don't see gender at all. I just see it all together. It's not like a colorblind thing. <laughs> Can you imagine being colorblind? I have a friend that's colorblind. I said it all, numerous times. Play Uno with colorblind kids the best. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's the absolute best. It's like their dreams. No color. Uh, I don't know if that's true or yeah, not. Who knows? Like, do you, he never had color at, at all his whole life? No. We had like a, I used to like look out for him too when people would because the natural oh like red like green like the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you like he knows the colors of certain things. So when somebody would ask a question, I would just mention that thing, and then it would be the answer, right? Oh. So it would be like uh, so because it's very hard not to. I did it to him for like a year when I found out he was colorblind. It's very hard not to be like, what color is this? And like, I don't fucking know, man. I'm colorblind. <laughs> and it gets, gets to a point where it's very annoying. So we had like a little code. Is he all colors or did he just not see like green or I think red? It's pretty much all of them. Pretty yeah, much all of them. Wow. Seeing in black Chris? and white. Yeah, Chris is pretty much, I think Chris is pretty much black and white. Yeah, usually it's like a blue and red or green yeah. and. Oh, Lar- Larman? Yeah. yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah. We had to. He told me nice shirt. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. It's all the same. It was great. It's, it's all, all the same. same. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the same. It's all the same. But he. Um, there was times where we were playing a team and we had to change uniforms because the he <laughs> couldn't close. he couldn't no tell way. the difference. Wow! Yeah, we'd be like blue because we were a purple school and we'd be playing like a blue team, and he would like embarrass. At the beginning, it was like kind of embarrassed. Like, is there any way we can just wear white? Is there any way we can just, <laughs> is there any way we can wear white? Uh, yeah, that's a real thing though. That's a real. Oh thing. yeah, the Bills Jets color rush game a couple of years ago. Yep. It was red and green, and so many people couldn't even tell mm-hmm. what team was which. It's, it, the whole sight thing is very interesting. Yeah, yeah it scares me. It scares me too. It's, I got that LASIK and it freaked me out. I you want that. for a whole second, right? It's like five, six seconds. You oh. just don't see anything, and then this orange light comes back, and you're like, "Whoa, we're back in the game!" It's terrifying. <laughs> I can see again. I can see again. <laughs> it's worth it though. Next day, you get superhero vision. Yeah, I'm which is crazy. I have I have one a day contacts. They're the worst thing in the world. I hate touching my eyes. Oh, I love touch my eyes. It's just it's it scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna get something in there. I got a thirty day contact lens. Oh, me too. Up top. I don't like sleeping with them though. I, I sleeping with contacts on scares me as well. Why? I did it for like oh, wow. six months, yeah. seven it's, months. They get at stuck time. on there or something. That. I don't know. If it gets stuck on there, win. Okay, now we just have that vi- yeah, vision. It's permanent. permanent. I don't know. Mine gets I've heard the stories. Back, the back of my eye. Yes. Mine will fall out. Exactly. Of fight for it. I had, I had to take mine out for like five months, I think, before my LASIK. It was three months. Three months I had to take mine out because I never took them out. Yeah. Ever. So I, ever. I had one parent for like two years. <laughs> they, did they have you on the drops? No, no, no. I just out? lived. I literally just <laughs> lived. And they tested my eyes. They were like, your eyes are a bit swollen. We're going to have to have you on glasses for like a month. Wow. And then a month later, they were like, probably another month. (laughs) And probably one more month. And I had these glasses, these black glasses that I wore, made me look real official. Did your eyes feel better after those three months? No, because I got LASIK immediately, which is Uh, when they tape your eyes open and then they laser it. uh, But I could see the very next morning was a whole new world. So you're only out for one day? They just gave me a bunch of Ambien. 
So I, I got the LASIK at like five o'clock. It was the last one of the day. Yeah. Tape my eyes open thing there and then just gave me three ambient. And then I woke up at like 3.30 a.m. Yeah. And I t- uh, my eyes were just like, oh, oh my God. It's a whole different one. It's a, it was literally a whole new world. A whole new place. Sorry about that. I walked into the indoor facility or indoor practice facility. I was like, oh, this is a really nice place. Because <laughs> <laughs> with the contacts... All I could see was like the blur around the lights. Yeah. Because I wore contacts for so long. Yeah, so I am. So the blur was just around the lights. So the entire roof might as well have just been a bunch of like light blur. It was just blur. And then I, the first morning, the first day I go in there with the LASIK, I was like, oh shit. Wow. That's a pretty nice place. <laughs> yeah. You guys got a nice little indoor facility here. This is pretty cute. <laughs> it looked just a bunch blurry the last time I was in here. This is really nice. That's how I am. If it's raining at night, can't I can't see, anything. see shit. Yeah. It's terrifying. It, it is. And do you ever wonder like way back in the day, I I'd be dead already. Oh, yeah. With yeah, the eyes for they sure. gave me, Well, be you'd be... Uh, Foxy, back in the day, you'd be dead because of a lot of things. Okay. Fair. <laughs> Fair. But <laughs> the eyes are not helping. The eyes would be... That's just such a one thing that people never think about. Think about, like, vision back in the day when there was no glasses. Oh, yeah. There was just sure. blind-ass caveman walking around just yeah. getting sniped by other animals because he had no idea. Eaten by crocs because you have no clue that no, they're sitting there. None. Yeah. None. The crocs are like, hey... You're like, I hear something. I just can't see a fucking thing. And then the deaf people back in the day. Oh, no. Think about how people were just yelling at them for a long time. had no idea. They couldn't hear a single thing. Quit ignoring me. I (laughs) just think they're stupid, right? I'm pretty sure they just dubbed them stupid. Had to. And then just let them go. But really, they just couldn't hear a thing. I always said this. At one point in time, the man who created a comfortable chair was the Steve Jobs of his era. Oh, yeah. They were just sitting on rocks. And then somebody was like, I'm going to put a padding on here. And then that guy, he he had sex with every woman in the village. Yeah, and then, and then oh, someone chair guy, <laughs> chair that guy, that guy made the soft chair. Then someone made armrests, and then you got to think, oh, that guy. Changed. No, they collabed. That guy changed the game. Well, then they collabed to. How about bed guy? Oh, bed guy bed took it guy. to a whole new oh, level. Yeah. yeah. Everybody talks about the guy who made the wheel and all that shit. What about bed guy? Bed guy or girl or girl or 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 hammer guy? Imagine the guy who invented the hammer or girl. That changed building forever. How about screwdriver guy or girl? Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. Everybody's, you got big mongoloids hammering everything, and then it's, it was probably a smaller, it was probably like a little bit more of a delicate human. I was like, well, I can't hammer the thing, yeah. but maybe I can twist it. That would have been me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outsmarting them. I don't know if that was going to be you. Work smarter, not harder, exactly. says the Fox Village. Yep. That makes sense. And we're screwing everything in, and it's tighter, too. Yeah, but it you'd have a lot of tighter. trouble. Yeah. 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 You'd have a lot of trouble getting in there, though. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of trouble. Yeah. Screwing would be really hard for you, especially without the sight. Yeah, but at the end of it all, at the end of it all, we're in a good spot. Where yeah, you, you are. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. By the in. way, after that jumper, I'm surprised something wasn't just... Honestly, I don't think I fully understand the, the modern world you kids live in. I don't either. I, we don't. We You don't understand we it? We don't. We're, we're young, living in it, and don't understand it's it. It's definitely us. It's definitely, definitely us. But it's easier just to blame everything else. Oh, you got new shoes on today. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, I did. Uh, I figured I really shouldn't come in here with the uh, split shoes on the side. They're not new. They're just uh, my my second of three pairs. Now only two, though. Connor used to dress like a, the biggest asshole I've ever seen in my life. Used to? Well, he doesn't. <laughs> I think you look good now, by the way. Yeah, come on. Denim up top. Yep. That's little uh, page jeans. Page jeans uh, are incredible. I'm sorry. Yeah. I had to say it. No free ads. <laughs> I had to say, no are. free ads, but wow. Yeah. If you don't like jeans, 
Bas- there's still hope for you, my it's friend. It's a whole different animal. Yeah. They are sweatpants. They're yoga pants disguised as dress pants. This is probably my favorite invention in the 21st century, I'd say. So this page guy yeah. or girl yeah. changed your life. Changed the game. Yeah. He basically <laughs> invented the bed for me. That's what he did. That's what he, that's what he means to me. Who is the gun guy or girl? Oh, that guy's an idiot. He, he made uh, a gun to end war. Smith and Weston? No, it was a Chinese. Chinese came up with gunpowder. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And fireworks. Yeah. The Zambellis run the fireworks in Pittsburgh. The Ottoman, <laughs> the Ottoman Empire, I believe. Yeah, that was the powder keg. The old powder keg. I don't keg. know if we're being serious right now. Oh, yeah. I oh, was. yeah. Zito, oh, yeah. You, you just dropping factual references and then having two. I'm a big people. history buff. Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. 1776. Oh, Whoa. that's a year drop. That's did, a year wow. drop. When did, when did the war actually end? Uh, it was 10 years before. Oh. <laughs> it was a year before, though. It was a, a true year before or after. They signed it before the war actually ended. <laughs> there you go. History. Buff. History. Buff. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I have it in the wrong order. I'm like Asadamus. I just have the book. I just don't have the Asadamus. Asadamus. Oh man! Astrodamus? No, Nostra. Oh, I knew my Astrodamus. Sorry, dude. I called uh, Lucy Cindy Lou Who. (laughs) (laughs) We ruined all of uh, Christmas, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. What? We did. Well, if you can't watch Rudolph, we went ahead and just ruined every other movie too. So Mm -hmm. people should feel terrible if they watch any of them. Well, if they're feeling down, they can go to PatMcAfeeShow.com and get a nice Christmas sweater. Well, get b- get back into the ho- holiday cheer. I think there's cheer, a sale right now happening. By the way, is Christmas there? sweaters. I oh. think today there is a sale. Okay, I think there is a sale today. I haven't I haven't been fully informed, <laughs> but I think there is a sale today on Christmas sweaters at nice. PatMcAfeeShow.com. Yep, store at PatMcAfeeShow.com. We still Dwight Schrute still got blocks left too. Oh, 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 collectors' items. Yeah, Collect- if you don't want to buy a tree, just build a tree block. <laughs> There we go. That could be the pub Christmas tree. That's a thought. It's for sale. Store.patmagshow.com. Maybe the pub buys one. Yep. Tim McAfee will ship it to you himself. Oh. Right? Yeah. yeah. On his bike, he'll drive he'll go fifty miles per hour <laughs> all the way to your house. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you're in Berlin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you listeners are the absolute greatest. I say it every single day. If you made it this far. And you listen all the way through. I consider you a real family. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to give away some merch today. I'd like to give away some merch. All right. I I think we have a sale going on right now on our Christmas sweaters. I'd like to give away a few. I'll, I'll give away five Christmas sweaters. I will personally give away five Christmas sweaters. If you send us hashtag endgame, hashtag endgame, and go ahead and send us uh, pictures of Zito's face. Whenever January 1st comes around and he can't even realize that he can't just eat everything in sight anymore, <laughs> which is what he's been doing for three months. January 1st, Zito's face, whenever this all comes crashing down, excited to see what you do. I'm going to give away five, five Christmas sweaters. I okay. appreciate you all. Tweet them to me. Tweet them at Ty. Tweet them at Foxy. Tweet them at everybody else who came through. We appreciate you so much. You're the absolute greatest. Ty Schmidt, hit the music. <laughs> It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look in the five and ten Glistening once again With candy canes and silver lanes aglow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas 
pies in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your old front door A pair of hop-along boots And a pistol that shoots Is the wish of Barney and Ben Dolls that will talk and will go for a walk Is the hope of Janice and Jen And Mom and Dad can hardly wait for school to start again It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go There's a tree in the Grand Hotel One in the park as well The sturdy kind that doesn't mind the snow It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Soon the bells will start And the thing that'll make them ring Is the carol that you sing Right within your heart Beginning to look a lot like Christmas Toys in every store But the prettiest sight to see Is the holly that will be On your own front door Sure it's Christmas 